Hey guys, it's Charith here. Just a quick heads up. This, our final episode of Popcorn for 2020, was a live recording on location at Regulator's House. It's pretty raw, so you'll hear all the background stuff, beer bottles, toilet breaks, and, and cats doing cat things. We had heaps of fun uh, making this one, so I hope you enjoy. Fifth Risk presents Popcorn, the podcast. Fifth Risk Production. This is episode 12, and we are here for your fix of pop culture and maybe some watches this time. Um, my name's Charith, and I'm here with the doctor, aka the Bangalore Bone Saw, Sid. Oh, that's the best <laughs> What's one happening, yet? man? Are you good? I'm very well. Very nice to see you both uh, in real life for the first ever in person. It's terrifying. Pop it's corn. So weird. Like, this is really it just strange. got so weird from Charith at the <laughs> intro. I'm like, Looking at his face. <laughs> What's going on? It's very weird. He makes a weird face. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Uh, very nice to be here back in Melbourne, gentlemen. Angle or bone sores. That's a good one. Yeah, so why did you just start with that now? Really, really good garbage. Right. And then you just... Or maybe it just had to be live performance for you to well, pull out the just, big guns. I just typed in creepy doctor from India and that's what came out. <laughs> Just like I type in drunk, uh, like sure, yeah. well, yeah. um, it's in case the Bangalore watch company is this thing, I'm still looking out for that. Too. Yeah, like <laughs> and now, um, oh, do I do the second verse or do I save it? First verse was so terrible. So, Charith, you have to sing it at him to his face. No, I just have to read it. Okay, no, no, no. <laughs> do you know what? Do you know what I'll do? I'll save it. Um, and in the third chair, the watch regulator, aka the watch regurgitator. Alex, oh, how are you? Sick burn. That's yeah. crap, he called me that. Yeah. Terrible. No, very prominent uh, <laughs> member of the Melbourne Watch community. Did we call him from the community? Someone. From, a guy from Melbourne called you that. So. Yeah. Some guy. <laughs> some, I some, think it's a compliment. Some, some yeah. dyslexic guy read your Instagram handle. <laughs> so, if you guys didn't know, we're all together in Melbourne. Sid's in Melbourne for the, for the Christmas holidays, which is very exciting. And we're all in Alex's place. Regulator towers, I like to call the regulator tower. Yeah, regulator tower. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're um, very excited for the last episode of Popcorn for 2020, episode 12. Sid, question one: Did you <laughs> when, I, when, I, when I when I when I asked you, hey, we should do this, like come on the show, and you did you think we'd make 12 episodes? I thought that I would get to talk crap with you for like two hours once. And then we wouldn't do it again. Because <laughs> <laughs> the members of the watch life. community would okay. hear it. So that's a no. And they'd be like, uh, no, enough of those two. <laughs> we don't want them back. That's a no. And second question, are you going to be on it next year? <laughs> do you want to end it now? <laughs> do we just burn it now? Should we? I think we should do a poll. Do we burn it now or do we, uh, do we continue next year and we let the community decide? No, very happy to continue. Uh, also, very, very happy good. to continue. 2021. Fantastic. So yeah, so today's episode we are talking about 2020 and what we hope for 2021 from a pop culture and watches perspective. Hey! Drink check, wrist check, we'll start with Captain Sensible over there. <laughs> He's ruined my, he's <laughs> ruined my, my drink check. That's your next idea as well. I have, for the first time ever, I have two drinks. 
Uh, <laughs> I have a Little Creatures Pale Ale, and I have a Bolter Captain Sensible Ale, which I thought described me perfectly. Nice. Um, and my wrist check is my IWC Portofino um, circa roughly 2000, I think. Um, I get to wear some watches that I didn't take with me to Rockhampton, yeah, so that's nice, so I'm mixing it up a bit. Awesome. And Captain Regurgitator. <laughs> Captain Regurgitator. Um, what, what did you what did you drink first? I did. Um, I am drinking, uh, well I've got like half a pint now. Charith is well behind. Um, I, have, I can confirm this in real life. Charith is well behind. I have a half pint of uh, Chablis. And I did have a pint of White Russian just before... Can uh, confirm. Yeah, just before... Because <laughs> Charith was late. Not that I'm trying to, like, I'm not trying to impress anyone with my drinking prowess, like some 19-year-old boy. Well, I was, I was spent all of my time giving you gossip as well, so... You know, you I think were... I had that before you... Oh, no, 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 you still have yeah, a little bit left. Um, we might have some more drinks. I'm going to have to probably refill sometime soon. Yeah. Um, and and uh, I have uh, on my wrist... A watch that's on loan, on loan from a bro, someone else in the Melbourne watch community, Sean from the Book Watcher. I've got his beautiful 1945 Rolex Oyster Perpetual in 14 karat rose gold, 34 mil. It's beautiful. He's selling it. I can't afford it. He said, I'll do you a discount. I said, unless the discount's 90%. I probably still can't afford it. So um, I've got it for a week until Rockfest this weekend. Rockfest 2.0. It is yeah. really nice. That's a beautiful watch. Yeah, it's beautiful. beautiful watch. Really nice. Good heft. Yeah. But you think it's how old it is. Yeah. It's very solid. Hmm. I've got a pint of the Chablis as well, which is courtesy of uh, Alex. And I've got a couple of four pines waiting for in the wings. Yeah. Ready to have a couple of drinks. And I'm wearing my Oris Aqui... No, no, it's not Aqui. It's an Oris Atelier uh, Small Seconds, which is... Uh, I don't really wear it that much, but I've been wearing it all week. And, um, yeah, it's nice to chuck it on. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, just, it's still freaking me out when you're, like, looking at me. Honestly, <laughs> next time we'll all, like, just wear, I don't know, masks or something. Like, or an eyes just shut. go to different rooms of someone's house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like how Alex did the wristies. Yeah. <laughs> This is the first time you had two brown guys in your house, is it? They didn't break in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> didn't deliver. Didn't go. Hey. Yeah. Your Uber's here. Can I hurry up? Can I use your bathroom? Four stars. Yeah. <laughs> so, everybody, let's do some news from the week. It's gone off the rails Sid, already. Sid, what's happening? What's news? Um, I back in Melbourne, which is the biggest news for me. Uh, came back from Rockhampton. Yep. Uh, was on holiday for a few days uh, in sunny Hamilton Island, which was incredible. And awesome. then, and now I'm just eating all of the nice things I can find in and around Melbourne because they don't exist in country Queensland, unfortunately. Well, Rockhampton, being the cattle capital of Australia, is not good for a Hindu vegetarian. It's not think. amazing for a lifelong <laughs> Hindu vegetarian, being the beef capital of the country. <laughs> Self-proclaimed, I heard. Uh, there's another town in. New South Wales, northern New South Wales, called Casino, that apparently also self-proclaimed themselves the beef capital of Australia. Well, when you Fun moved, fact. when you moved there, I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna go visit Sid." Like, I googled what's to do, what to do in Rockhampton, and the first thing that came up was there like a just a small statue of a cow, 
And I was like, oh, that's the thing to see in Rockhampton. It's actually, it was the number one thing to see in Rockhampton (laughs) on that list. And it was take a selfie with the cow. So there's more than one cow. So I don't know which cow they were talking about. Rockhampton is full of cow statues. There's at least like five or six. No, it's in the middle of a huge roundabout that has no pedestrian access. So you haven't even done the first thing. I've not done the one thing. (laughs) I've not done the one thing. Alex, what's news? News. Uh, Rockfest is coming up yeah. this weekend. Yes. Rockfest to Judgment Day. Yeah. We're going to what we did. We're doing some stuff. We're going to probably get quite drunk. I think we're going to get quite drunk. That's yeah. all that matters, really. Um, we're going to play mini golf. Yeah. Probably might be some violence involving hunters. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think Michael Woods will get injured somehow in the, in the evening. Yeah, I like how Michael's saying he's just going to come down and then drive home the same day, which, if that happens, yeah, I don't know anything about life anymore, and there's no way he's going to do that. Um, yeah, so that's kind of exciting. Yeah. And it's coming up for Christmas. That's it. Nothing really new for me. I think we're going to go straight into... We've actually got questions from listeners. Yeah, when you sent it, when I was reading I know, the email I, for the first time today, I was like, it was like, make sure you have listener questions. <laughs> yeah, no one has actually, asked me any questions. No, I've got two. I've got, well, I sent you the questions, right? So, yeah, yeah it was in the email. Oh, <laughs> oh these were the oh, questions. Course, that was the listener's question. I did not realise yeah, that. I thought questions. there were questions that you had said. Okay. Yeah. So, no, no, no. So, they were questions from listeners who wanted to hear these questions asked in the podcast, which is very exciting. Can you name the listeners? I can. So, What's your wife? No, no, no. Um, so the first question was from one of the best film critics in the UK, Helen O'Hara, at Helen084, who asked, if you could ma- have a movie made of your life, who would play you and who would direct? Go on, Sid. Uh, I don't know who would direct, but... I can help. <laughs> you can help me with the director. Um, but my... And I only know who would maybe play me because a lot of people have have mentioned that I look a bit like this guy. Maybe just because I'm tallish and brown. Uh, but Dev Patel, I would love to play me. In a nah, Dev Patel's perfect for you. Of, uh, of my life. Absolutely. Um, for those who don't know Dev Patel, he's the guy from Slumdog Millionaire and various other things, but that was his breakout role. Yeah, Lion. Yeah, um, that's perfect for you. So, yeah, Great. Dev Patel would be my the guy that plays Sid. Poor bastard. I'm so sorry. <laughs> the role of his life. He's doing well, Dev Patel. Yeah, he's I know. I know he is. That's why I would well. like One to day you'll have that dip in career, and then that's when you can swoop in He'll and say, take the Sid role. I have a hundred dollars in cash and some meth. Are so, you up for doing a film? Yeah. So Sid's director. Do we go for like fluffy, light-hearted, you know, kind of fluffy, light-hearted director? Or do we go for like a proper movie? Um. <laughs> I think we have to go fluffy yeah. like the insults are worse in person they hurt more <laughs> no no do you know what I think Adam McKay who directed Anchorman uh, yeah but he also directed like Margin um, The Big Short yeah so he does okay. like serious stuff with like a, he directed I like um, both of those movies for different reasons yeah, yeah. that's fine um, and he's, he's mates with Will Ferrell so Will Ferrell can be in the film we can find a way. The Will Ferrell. He can play me. Will Ferrell can play me. It'll just all guys. It'll be uh, you know it'll be appropriate. It's like whitewash, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, I, I like it. Alex, mm. who have you got? Um, I went for the actor that my mum says looks just like me, Ryan Gosling. <laughs> 
Try again. Nah, nah, that's good. Uh, it's the same thing. It's like he could white talk. guy. Yeah, yeah. Director, who did I go for? No, you tell me. I don't know. I'm asking you to guess who I went for. No, Christopher Nolan. No, no, no. yeah. he, he went for Michael oh, Mann. Michael Mann. Yeah, yeah, sounds about right. Christopher. So Michael Mann. How is Michael Mann going to direct your? It's going to be. He's going to have to kind of amp up <laughs> like my actual yeah. real life. I might have to uh, exaggerate some aspects of my yeah. uh, my lifestyle. But yeah, moody lighting. Like I'm. I think like a conspiracy. Yeah, like oh. it'll be uh, like people from your work finding out what you really do. Yeah, and, like you looking around your corner. Omega legal whoever your employer is leaving like broken watches in your mailbox <laughs> like regulate this <laughs> you regulate, yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> regulate this that's there's the there's the poster yeah. okay. um, who'd be the villain uh, it's got to be someone from OT or Time and Tide or something like that that's going to be like <laughs> I've seen nothing I've ben, seen nothing Ben Kleiner We'll cast yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Do you know what it ends right? up? It ends up with Alex, mad Alex, going and trying to assassinate Ben Clymer. So yeah. Alex is the bad guy in his own film. Alex, why no, no, Alex, Alex. Well, was jo- like Joker in um in Joker. It's like that character yeah. in that Joker where he's like he's the bad guy, but he's actually just a you know he's got some problems. He needed some nurturing, different, different angle, <laughs> and that's what happened with Alex. <laughs> Got some problems? Yeah, okay. I'll, yeah, why not? I'll go with that. Yeah. Oh, I like it. That's good. And I think I think Ryan Gosling it could actually work. Honestly. Yeah. Almost twins, really. Yeah. Jared? So, to play me... Dev Patel. Cannot be on Dev Patel. Dev Patel is playing both of us. Um, if it's not Will it's Smith. A, it's a, oh, it's oh, a yeah. nutty, nutty professor you know, situation. Like, where he's playing both characters. It's Chiwetel Ejiofor. Uh, I do know this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes, he's he's a uh, African-based guy, like a African. Well, I don't think he's African American. I think he was born in Africa, but he did play a guy named Vincent Kapoor in The Martian. So, come on. <laughs> <laughs> What's this guy called? Chiwetel Ejiofor. Ejiofor. He is in uh, Inside Man. He oh, he's, he's in Love Actually. He's in Love Actually. Oh, the, he's he's yeah. an English guy. Yeah, English yeah. guy. Yeah, he's the guy yeah. that marries Kira Knightley in Love Actually. Yeah. yeah, and then like Alex comes at the door and says, it's, "Yeah, yeah." It has all the. Signs. I have no intentions, but I will love you forever. Is he tall? Oh, he can be. He's menacing. <laughs> he can be. <laughs> The magic of film. Yes, it's like Tom Cruise. All right, you know what? The Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's Tom Cruise playing Jack Reacher. Yeah. (laughs) And directing would be... Oh, my God. Oh, Steven Soderbergh. Good call. Only because he's like... He can do everything. Steven Soderbergh could direct all of our lives. A bit boring as well. Yeah. He's not. Perfect. Soderbergh's pretty good. Traffic. Oceans. 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 Aaron Brockovich. God. Have you seen Haywire? I really liked Haywire. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was that? good. Yeah. Did that come out this year? Because I do need a 2020 <laughs> film recommendation. It was slim picking. Sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself here. But yeah. All right. Um, thank you, Helen, for sending that. And thank you for thank you, Helen. actually being one of the great film critics in the UK that listened to our podcast and listening. Does she know Barry Norman? Is Barry Norman still alive? Well, she, Helen, is a uh, writer for Empire Magazine. Oh. And she's actually on the Empire podcast as well. So, so rival podcast. Suck it, Alan. Oh, they've got the other thirty thousand listeners. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's the podcast you need to be on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
Um, and the second question is from Danny Pereira. Um, so his question was, if you could have had any movie remade, what would it be, Sid? Uh, I'd like it to be done like really well, which yeah. is tough because it's a classic movie. Um, I want to see like a basically a newer version of To Kill a Mockingbird. Wow, classy. classy. Uh, it's, it's one of my favorite movies, and it's old enough now that uh, I think a remake would not be the worst thing to happen to it. Some people might say a remake, a remake would be the worst thing. <laughs> I think, Har- always I think Harper Lee would probably disagree. No, that, that's true, but but it's it's sort of in that range where where you know yeah okay. It's, so there's I'm, there is a uh, Broadway. Uh, production that's apparently meant to be Sorkin. incredible, yeah, yeah, written by Sorkin. Sorkin, and it's meant to be unbelievable. And he's modernized it, so, so I would like that in film form. Okay, uh, would be really good. Didn't expect that. Nice. Okay, Alex. I don't remember seeing this question on the email, <laughs> but I I don't remember seeing it on email, but I do remember reading it on the email. Yeah, yeah, so that's conflicting was. information. Um, off the top of my head, and this is totally sacrilegious. But we all like rewatchables. They always talk about Heat and reading Heat, which is basically like the whole uh, Den of Thieves. Thing. I was going to say they did. It's called Den, Den of Thieves. Den of Thieves. <laughs> like just that whole idea. It's cool. Just keep on remaking that over and over again. Like, but you want to remake Heat though? Yeah, why not? Still with Al Pacino and Robert Englund. I was like, oh, still oh, alive. So, so do you want? Do you want a remake or do you want a sequel? sequel? No, we're having a remake. So you want them to remake the exact same movie. Exactly. With the exa- and I'm assuming the exact no, no. same director no, no. as well. Exact same director, but as we discussed in our previous uh, one, swapping the roles. So Al Pacino is now Vincent. Is it Vincent? Vincent Hannah. Yeah. Yeah. He's now Vincent. And no, yeah. Macaulay. No, no. One's no, Vincent, no, no, one's no. Re- De Niro is now going to be Vincent because Al Pacino around. was Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, just I mean, why are they uh, still alive? You guys are remaking like great movies. Yeah, okay. No, I'm right. gonna be remaking. I'm remaking Adam Sandler classic. Oh fuck up. The Water Boy. Do you know what? <laughs> I don't mind it. Um, I'm thinking about remaking the League. Have you got a Connery movie? Because we're gonna talk about Connery later. Uh, I'm going to remake the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Have you? I was. I'm was, okay with oh, that because I friend. saw that movie. I've seen that movie and I was really disappointed. Well, it, it ended Connery's career. It, yeah. yeah. It ended the director's career as well. It had like a good premise. Oh. I, I liked the premise of, of the film yeah. and I watched it and I was incredibly disappointed. So it's a great, like it's a graphic novel. Yeah. And the director has directed three movies. I forgot his name, but he directed three movies before that. And one of them is Blade, which is kind of Cool. Mm. And the other two, the other two does, um, and then after after the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, he just kind of like never directed again, and he went back to his actual job, which was makeup, because he was a makeup guy. Oh. But I don't know how he managed to get those gigs. Right. Um, so I'd, I'd remake that because I think it's enough time where they could do it. They could do it well. Guillermo del Toro directing it. Mm. I guess visual. Yeah. Just be cool. Yeah. It, you know what? I, as when I think about the movie, I remember it got such a bad rep at the time, and don't say it. 
No, no, no. There was like some action scenes in it. I remember Sean Connery clotheslining mm. some guy in it, and I was like, "How has he still got it as like an action star?" But he just, he just did. There were some set pieces in it that were pretty, that were pretty decent. But I always remember Sean Connery always got into fights with whoever directed or produced his movies. Like he always took legal action against every single film studio. It was just mm. what what he did, and I think that was just. The kind of final one, he was just at that, that was kind it. of proper like, grumpy old man stage, yeah. and he's like, "Right, that's it. I'm, he's done. I'm done." Yeah, yeah. It was it was pretty poorly received. It was pretty bad. It was better than what was the other one he did with Uma Thurman and uh, the Avengers. Oh, the yeah. original Avengers. That yeah. was absolutely dire. Yeah, that I was very bad. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen a million times over. Oh, really? The Avengers okay. again. That was both very bad. Yeah, yeah. bad. Anyway, so thank you very much for the questions. And if thank anyone you, if anyone wants more questions like how Helen and Danny received to their betterment, maybe? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> please uh, send them through. Uh, send them through to me, Sid or Alex or to Fifth Wrist and we'll be able to add them to the next show. So this week we are talking 2020. What a year, guys. What a year. <laughs> yeah, what a year. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad because you can see me and me going, what are you guys? You should have just done the whole rest of the episode, like another 40 minutes of me just saying, what a year. What a year. What a year. As many ways as you can say exactly. what a year as possible, yeah. that it can go. Um, so, we're talking about 2020. We're talking about it from the perspective of some movies, a bit of TV, some watches. Sid. Yes. We've got some questions about 2020, which I did send in the email. Yes. I've read them. Your 2020 release, Sid Pad, three favorite movies. Let's go. I don't know if I could get to three. Did I you watch three movies in 2020? I, mean, I, I don't know. Did, I saw, you watched Bad Boys like ten times this year. I know that. <laughs> I, saw, I saw Bad Boys. I saw Bad Boys three once. Um, but I didn't see that many like new movies this year. Obviously, I didn't go to the movies a lot. Sure. Um, so I only saw two movies at the movies. Um, and they're going to be two of my three favorite yeah, movies. Yeah, sure. Because <laughs> they're only two, three that I watched. So we saw Tenet. I thought Tenet was awesome. Yeah. Um, I will need to watch that several more times <laughs> to fully understand the time travel stuff. So your number one pick is a movie that you don't understand. <laughs> I, I get okay. it. I think I paid a lot of attention yeah. because I knew I would have had to pay attention. Um, one of those movies. So Tenet's one. Um, before, now, before I... Can I ask you, where does Tenet rank in your... Nolan, because you're a much documented Nolan fan. Much heavily documented. Whereas you and Michael, you and uh, Michael Biersick. So there you go. Two people have doctorates of some sort. Nolan fans. Some sort. Uh, I feel like some feel sort like of Michael's doctorate, doctorate is more important <laughs> yeah. than mine. I don't know, man. Lasers. I don't know, man. You're sa- you're saving lives. Doctorate um, lasers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, where does Tenet rank in your your pantheon of Nolan films? It's not number one, but it's probably in the top... I think it's in the top five. Really? Okay. Yeah, I yeah, liked cool. it that much. Um, yeah. I thought it was really excellent and, and makes you think and it's done really well and um, there's some really good acting in it. Yeah, cool. Uh, awesome. I really liked it. So that's one. Yep. Uh, second favourite movie that I saw is, um, is, is Bad Boys 3. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. The only other movie that I saw. But, but also, did you watch it? Because I just saw you on your phone. The whole time. I'm also a well-documented lover of Bad Boys. Yeah, uh, you are. You are. The entire series. You are. Um, 
of the three, it's the weakest bad boys, but it was it was. Ooh, okay. I think so. I, I liked it the least of the three. I got I got I got it ahead of two. Okay. Yeah. Um, then uh, can I come back for a third favorite film? Because I've definitely seen more, but I just can't think of a third one at the moment. I gotta go back through movies I've seen <laughs> this year. You're gonna just bad no, boys no, three is your second choice. Twenty twenty releases. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, Okay. Come back to me for the third one. So you got three. Just, just, that's two. Two's, Two's fine. Good. Two's good. Two's fine. <laughs> um, yes, slim pickings for 2020 movie wise. Um, there's two movies that kind of stick out in my mind, he says as he goes through the paper. <laughs> um, Extraction. Yeah, cool. Oh, yeah. That was good. Chris Hemsworth. Kills. I can't steal it. I liked it though. Extraction, bad for bad for South Asia. Yeah, just makes us look like just either gangsters or just like sl- slummy people. Yeah, like and Chris. Hemsworth I, I don't think Duck is bad. Your all, yeah, <laughs> no, cool movie though. Like, yeah, great movie. Good great action movie. movie. If you like I really enjoyed it. Good white pick. guys killing brown guys. This is <laughs> the movie for you. Like it is. The action though is is amazing. It's really, it's really, it's it can remind me of the raid a little bit in the sense in the way the action's filmed. It's different again, but uh, yeah, really, really enjoyable kind of action movie. Hemsworth's really good in it as well. Like he's good. A lot of really good like choreography stuff and and fight scenes. The Russos love a bridge scene. Like they just love a bridge scene at the end. Great bridge. Great bridges. Great bridge. Yeah, definitely in my top five bridge movies of all time. Um, what are the others? Bridge too far. Bridge, bridge too far. Bri- bridge too far. Bridge too far. Yeah, I like it. Good. Uh, next bridge one. Bridge of Spies. <laughs> Twenty one bridges. <laughs> what are we under? Is that That's four? Five hundred. We got five hundred. Yeah, and yeah, extraction. No bridge and extraction. <laughs> Let's, yeah, who yeah. says we've got nothing about movies? Yeah. Uh, next one. Project Power. Oh, okay. I like Which that is like too. superhero movie, but kind of different from all the other superhero yeah. movies. All the mm. people in that are a bit more flawed. Mm. Um, Jamie Fox, some other people can't remember. Kind of superheroes, but you have to take a pill to activate your yeah. superpower. Some people just blow up, which yeah. I think is cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, really enjoyable. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. Yeah. JGL. And the this, yeah, the kind of I don't know. I didn't know what was going to happen in it. And as I'm sure you guys know, when you're like into movies, and you probably aggravate people the way that I do, when you kind of predict what's going to happen in a film or a TV show or something, you're kind of like, this is what's going to happen. A uh, flash of a gun, and that guy's going to shoot. Yeah. It gets really aggravating for people, I know. But um, with that movie, I just I wasn't sure what was gonna happen in it yeah, so cool. that's always refreshing third Bad Boys 3 <laughs> no no Bad Boys 3 honestly is is an abomination you should never at the record watch. state that uh, no. since standing in triumphant <laughs> arms since his arms up since his arms up as, as Alex calls his second pick an abomination I did, I did see Bad Boys 3 but I just I can't I can't recommend it but I mean yeah. what movies came well, uh, like uh, I think so, your first two picks summarize solid. the year in that it was just like streaming movies. Yeah, right? but Netflix yeah, movies. Yeah. Netflix. Um, just one thing on Extraction, great G-Shock movie. Like from a watch perspective, mm-hmm. so he wears that like khaki. No, he wears. Drug mirror. He wears. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I I think after this I'm gonna write the script for Alex's 
Michael Mann. Michael Mann. <laughs> the Higgy Dicky Tales. The and then, how and Dicky and then next week we'll read a scene from that where it's yeah. that <laughs> Well, I think the last the last episode you called all watch all listeners to either get you Ben Climber's head or a Barton Scudding. Listen, I said that on so many podcasts. Um, to but yeah, like he wears that it's like a khaki G Shock. And can I just say just on like sweaty, bloody, muscle bound Chris Hemsworth, G Shock was like, that was a place for the G Shock. Not a Brent one. Yeah, not a Brent no. one. But it looked, it was just perfect. So. For the record, I think Bremont probably would have done okay as far as. Yeah, like, Bremont would have done. As far as like pretty indestructible watches, they're yeah, pretty yeah. good. What does. Do you know what uh, Will Smith. I've got one, I love it. Do you know what Will Smith or they wear in Bad Boys? Do they just. What do you think that. They wear hoop blows, for sure. Do you think? What do you think? What do you think Mike Lowry would wear? I think Mike Mike Lowry wears Rolex. He's such a Rolex guy that his daddy gave him one hundred percent. Oh, his dad. His dad probably gave him a date just or something like that's like a like a full. I don't know. I don't know. Mike, too small. We're talking about Miami as well. He's in Miami. In which film? One, two, or three? In in one, surely it's like before he's like a real. Yeah, he's he's wearing a Rolex in one. I think by three. But by three, in two, like, I think he's wearing. I think in two, he's wearing a hublot. Yeah. yeah. Three, Richard Mule. Yeah. He's just gone straight up. Yeah. <laughs> FYI, I drove. Yeah. So on Tuesday, gonna wait, drove, waiting to see how long it'd be. I drove. Until dropped this little. I drove note. the Mike Lowry <laughs> five fifty Marinello. Unbelievable. Did you actually drive it? Yeah. I thought it was just like when you're a little boy, and then some no, strangers like so this little boy. You can sit behind friend, the wheel of the Ferrari. Friend of mine has a. Well, yeah, he had like to play with right a 550 Marinello and a F450 um, oh, two yeah two of them so we like so play around with both of them um, he texted me he was like look what I'm doing not sit come <laughs> drive this awesome car yeah. with me I'm working today <laughs> I, I had about three people ask me what my job was on that day I was like but yeah anyway and then I went on a killing spree on Domain Road with, uh, with my Mike Lowry doing donuts anyway Good you should have had your Martin Lawrence with you though. It's like bad boys for life, so not upsetting when, that not when Lawrence you get a yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy that you're Martin Lawrence's situation. Even though I've got the wife and kids anyway, yeah. Good picks. Yeah. First two anyway. Yeah. I know I know you're gonna have something something better though, right? You have So my picks for the three favourite movies of twenty twenty. Uh, my first pick is Mank. David Fincher, Netflix movie, Gary Oldman, probably going to be, you know, in the Oscar conversation. So yeah, highly recommend watching Mank. David Fincher's proving that he's one of the most important filmmakers of the last 30 years. Uh, second movie is First Cow. Bit of I saw a, that. I haven't seen that. Have I you? saw it. Yeah. Uh, yeah I wanted so to. So Kelly Reichardt, um, who's like a, she's gonna be, she's gonna be a huge director. Like she's her last two movies have been. Really, really good. The, the, the movie before that was called Night Moves with um, with the guy from Social Network. What's his name? Jesse Eisenberg. Jesse Eisenberg. But yeah, First Cow, highly recommend. And the third one is Nomad, like my favourite movie of the year is Nomadland. Uh, again, another small movie. Uh, directed by a filmmaker named Chloe Zhao, who next year has got the new um, Marvel movie. So she's been given the keys to the Golden Kingdom. She's directing Eternals. But this movie is starring Frances McDormand in one of her best roles you'll ever see. She's probably going to be in the Oscar conversation again. And it's got David Strathairn. I don't know if you... Good night, good luck. 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Really, really, just a really good movie. So yeah, highly recommend all those three. I knew you'd have three, and they'd all be like our house movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's like, like, hey guys, you probably wouldn't have heard of this director. Do you know, like, do you know what? I rewatched. I rewatched Extraction like yeah. three days ago, and I'm like, yeah, like yeah, this, it was. It was actually really good as a second watch when you know what was going on, and, but you still love it. It was yeah. yeah fun. I watched like a making up documentary behind the scenes thing, how they do the action stuff. Yeah, it was just it was great. It was yeah. amazing. It was amazing stuff. The way they did it. Yeah. Since, since googling answers to the next question yeah I'm not who is Chris Hemsworth <laughs> I just saw it said it before Chris Hemsworth arm G-Shock <laughs> Chris Hemsworth arm alright Sid I know you're going to be fine for this one yeah favourite TV show I think let's, let's be honest TV's done really well movies have it's been a struggle year for movies I think it's a um, you could tell that obviously all of our movies are now available to stream or buy on VOD in one way or another. So, you know, it's obviously next year is going to be a better year, I think, for movies. A lot of movies have been pushed out. TV, really good year for TV. Sid, your favourite TV show for 2020? So, uh, my favourite TV show is going to be just like a season of a show that I like. Yeah. Um, that I know that you don't love. Although I recommended it to Cherith. Is this a 2020 release? Though? It's a 2020 yeah. release. So, right, it's, right, it's, right, 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 right. so it can be, as long as it's something came, they have a season in 2020. I thought it was like, it had to be like a new thing for 2020. I have one of each if you'd like. It's, a, it's a season that came out in 2020. Your favourite show of 2020. But if it's something new, it'd be better because I've got the same. Yeah, yeah okay. Um, I have a something new as well if you want. But so, one of my favourite shows on Netflix is called Somebody Feed Phil. And uh, it's a like a travel food show, uh, and so they've done season four, and he goes to like five different places uh, this time, and basically does the food travel thing, but in like a really fun, quirky way. So that's that was my that was, honestly that was my favorite show for twenty twenty. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> Jareth is trying so hard not to just be like Sid, you're a moron. Sure. I, why, I, why are you, why are you so, picking up from not really so quick to call you a moron? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying my best. So <laughs> I've recommended this show to Jareth before and he, for some reason, just doesn't like happy, fun people. Uh, That's why we the, get on so the host well. of the show. <laughs> <laughs> that was a high five, <laughs> listeners. <That's> also <laughs> broken my hand. <laughs> so I wanted the sound effect. Uh, nah, cool. I, that was honestly the my favorite show of this of this year awesome. so far. I've also just started Queen's Gambit so far, and it's excellent. Yeah, really I haven't good. finished it yet. Yeah. Alex, favorite show. I had you? Queen's Gambit as well. Yeah. Like, if there's two things in life that I love, it's chess and drugs. And they combine both those things <laughs> so well together. Like that, that Queen's Gambit is only like a one season deal, right? I think so. Yeah. Um, hopefully, they don't try and just keep on well, bringing it back. I don't there. think so. Anya Taylor Joy, the star, yeah. of Queen's Gambit. She's she's going to be a big star in twenty twenty one and following. So I don't think she's got she's going to have time for it. Yeah. She's got movies coming out. So okay. So that good pick. That I picked that because it was a twenty twenty release. I would have gone for my favourite show, which I watched all the episodes of this year. Is there a season? Is there a 2020 season of the show? They're finished in 2020. Okay. And it is Shit's Creek. Oh, very good. Nice. Very good. So good. Excellent show. So many great eyebrows in that show. Won a zillion awards. Yeah. Just really 
charming and and so much going on. It's funny, progressive. Like, yeah, like, takes oh, all the boxes. Yeah, it's like just it's got what's his face in it. I like DJ Levy and the the mayor. Who's the mayor again? What's he called? Oh, uh, Chris uh, Chris Elliott. Yeah, the yeah. guy he basically plays the same character in every TV yeah, show he's ever been in. I loved old him. Lennon yeah. guy. Yeah. I loved him, and uh, everybody loves Raymond as like the brother-in-law of Robert. He's yeah. like this guy, comic book guy who still stayed at home when he was forty or something. He's just he's great. And there's something about Mary as well. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He's he's just there's the cast is great. Yes. It's, it's is got, he also the guy in Scary Movie Two with yeah, the take my, hand? take my strong hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And also uh, <laughs> Kevin's mum's in it as well. Yeah, Kevin's mum from on. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just such a Remember great, Mara. yeah, really amazing uh, show That's to be recommended to, to everybody. Yeah. Wee. Captain Sensible. Captain Sensible's open. <laughs> um, so my favourite TV show of the year is a kind of eight-part series. It's The Last Dance. Uh, Michael Jordan, oh. the documentary, awesome. Is it the best show or best series of the year? Probably not. But I know for eight weeks, or you know, four or five weeks actually, because it was two, two episodes a week. But I know for that period of time, that's all I cared about. And nothing dragged me and a whole bunch of people it, it took over my instagram feed sid and i were just on the phone all talked the time, about just it. talking about every episode yeah. um, and we talked about that episode for essentially the whole week we were just like you know breaking it down yeah it was really good and the the main reason why is athletes today or any celebrity today we get so much access to them because of social media. Like you look at LeBron James, I know everything. I know where he lives. Like essentially, <laughs> I know I know his kids. I know their names. I know what school they go to. I, like like the other day, I, I think LeBron was just like I think I told you. LeBron was just essentially getting drunk at home. Like he was like just opening wine. opening like eight hundred dollar bottles of wine, watching American football, and going yeah, I'm having this shot at him and taking his mates. And I'm like. We, we never saw that like yeah. growing up with Michael Jordan we never saw any sort of insight into him other than what Gatorade showed us or what Nike yeah. showed us and just getting that access was just that opened up a childhood it was like a time machine I'm, I'm not yeah. even a huge basketball fan it yeah. was just so well executed you got into the the very varying characters of everyone mm-hmm. in it the coaches the weird like entourage security guys with a pair yeah. the security guy that became famous he won 20 bucks of Jordan yeah, that's yeah. yeah. just yeah. playing like some flip yeah, yeah, coin, coin yeah. you see them all rocking up in like their their supercars and stuff and you're like god that's like an old Porsche you're, check, <laughs> yeah, you're checking out their watches yeah it was like a it was so you got all the human aspect of yeah. it as well it's not like now we're talking about on Instagram you see stuff that people are going through and kind of giving up like oh this, these are the bad points this is what we struggled with Yeah, and you don't really get that on Instagram and it's because everyone was involved in this documentary so it's people just couldn't come on and bullshit apart yeah. from maybe Michael Jordan because he did he produce it or something I think he was involved He so he had access they had that footage for like 20 years yeah and he only then like recently let it out like yeah. he, he had the final say of pushing it out so it keep yeah it does keep you honest like you can't just bullshit so yeah. it, 
it was kind of a warts and all documentary, but it just made it all the more charming, I think. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, Sid being a Chicago Bulls fan, and that's pretty much talking about sport all the time, it was just... It was, it was a great eight weeks. It was, four, five weeks. Oh, it was a fantastic yeah. time yeah. back to when the balls were actually good. And <laughs> <laughs> not completely garbage. <laughs> okay, uh, last one. Favourite watch of 2020, Sid? Uh, this one's hard. I've actually been looking at this like page all day of watches that came out basically this year. Um, it's really hard to pick a favourite, but one that I think made a really big impact and is really nice and I didn't think I'd like it but it's really grown on me is the uh, JLC Polaris Diver the Mariner uh, with the the Memovox Polaris the Memovox? the Memo I like the, the Memovox one specifically it's just really cool beautiful colour on the on the dial and uh, cool design like I definitely wear one and it's something I could like wear every day and you know do whatever you want with it and it seems awesome so there's a lot of watches that came out and a lot that I liked but I see that one a lot and it keeps coming back and I keep going that's really nice yeah cool awesome Alex I struggle I mean it just seems like there's so many new watches that come out all the time and especially this year I think we're talking about it in the Slack group as well about just the kind of the community being bombarded with limited editions and special editions and stuff and as I'm more of a vintage guy as well, like it's just, it's a lot to kind of get through and you have to really kind of wade through a lot of rubbish, especially when there's just new stuff coming out all the time, different dials, different coloured bezels. It, it can get a bit much at times. Um, I think I can share a little bit to, to Longine. I've had a lot of heritage reissue stuff this year, which has been great. But I'm not a huge fan of kind of, I think we the time's come to start moving away from heritage reissues as well. I think people need to show a bit of variety at the same time because I think we are struggling a bit like that. So I went for a watch that I've been looking at a lot and kind of lusting after a little bit and it's the Seiko SPB143 which is a dive watch it's kind of reasonably priced. You know that one, too? The I'm SPB so, 143. Really the 143. Well, there are people yeah. that are really good at, like, Seiko reference numbers. Yeah, yeah, I'm, right. I'm not one of those people. Yeah, yeah. I read off a thing, so yeah. that's how I got it. What is it? What's oh, it? yes. I know the one you're talking is about. Is there a It's no. truly gorgeous. Do your own homework, Charith. No, it's... it's um, I agree. It's a really nice watch. It's, it's a really nice watch. It's... it's Ten around I'm, I'm finding you at, like, a decent photo. I think it's, like, two grand... Oh yeah, cool. I love the strap. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I love the dial. Just yeah. a nice color. Yeah, it's just it's a nice kind of everyday watch. Um, a couple of guys in our crew, I think JP's got one. I think Dale's got one. I'm sure a million other people have got them as well. But yeah, I'm looking at it and going, oh, this could be another kind of nice mm. watch to have. It's really awesome. nice. Really nice. Good pick. I went with the. Moses Streamliner, the center seconds. I don't have either of these, but I love Fume dials. Yeah. And I love green dials. <laughs> so <laughs> ding 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 ding. <laughs> um, and I love the the nineteen seventies sports watch look, like that slanted sports watch look. And I think Moza called the watch. Like, I know because I've written it down. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, you can see me. You can see me. You've done so well tonight, just getting clapped. I'm like, oh. Yeah. 
Moser called the green Matrix Green. Yeah, did that's really? cool. They did, yeah. So I know that. Ding 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 ding. Yeah, like it's just a great watch. I think Moses had a really good year. The best watch that I've seen that is a 2020 release was the uh, is it Macaron? Yeah, Macaron. The the Blancpain Bathyscape Macaron edition. I don't know if you've seen it. Again, green dial. The green one. Uh, Ernie's got one, right? Yeah. yeah. So so I the regional manager of uh, the the boss, manager the boss of Red Bar Melbourne. Ernie he's got one and it is fucking cool. And I believe his one is the only one in Australia because only fifty made and they were only sold out of their boutique in Vegas and New York. And Ernie managed to get it down here. I think he managed to finagle one. Yeah, finagle one through, uh, you know, the red bar stuff. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, really cool. That dial in person, it just sparkles. Like, it just, like, pops at you. And I remember we were at a, like, the Vacheron boutique looking at some amazing Vacherons. And then I just saw that on his wrist. And then <laughs> Vinny and I all just darted towards him, ignored the Vacherons for a second. We're like, oh, um, yeah, just... It's a really cool watch. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, female dials, green, dial, green dials, I'm all in. Why don't you just get Anardine to make you one? Well, 2021, chat. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Spent a week with uh, Romans Anardine and I'm sold. So, yeah, nah, very cool. Last question on 2020. Yeah. Sid. What is that? Oh, okay. There it is. Who won to you? Who won 2020? In pop culture. Oh my god. So not Biden. Like, well, you can, you can uh, go Biden. You, know, you can go Biden. Biden. You can go Biden. You know, or you can go Trump. <laughs> but well, I don't think Trump won. I think Trump tried <laughs> to win his head several times <laughs> and, <laughs> and, uh, and kept getting knocked back. I think Biden has to be one of them. He's got to be in the, uh, in the mix. Um, also in the mix, probably LeBron James uh, did really well. Um, oh no, the last dance. Like well, it was like Jordan. Jordan, I reckon Jordan knew that LeBron's gonna win another title. And was like, let me throw this in there. Uh, hey, hey, twenty first century millennials, I'm actually the goat. I was actually amazing. <laughs> uh, no, I think uh, LeBron James did what he set out to do: change teams, brought over another superstar. Um, the there was bubble basketball through everything for a loop, and they did an incredible. The NBA did a really good job of having a season, uh, which was really impressive. Um, all the African-American athletes have managed to do all their advocacy stuff um, which, was, did well, which yeah. was another really big deal this year yeah. um, through the bubble which was really impressive as well um, and then uh, he came out with a win and uh, I think yeah, I'll, I'm going to go for LeBron James well this is conversational so what do you think Alex? about LeBron? Oh, no, no. yeah about LeBron or any, any other who, who won 2020? out of <laughs> Bernie Sanders. Uh, the Bernie, uh, Bernie yeah. Sanders. Just FYI, everyone, the watch regulator has a Bernie Sanders book, which is used as a some coaster. Sort of, it's my coaster. It's my coaster. <laughs> um, I love Bernie Sanders so much. Um, well, <laughs> Captain Sensible. He was the president that I wanted. I actually went for one that you're probably not going to be expecting. Who and it's it's, it's, a, it's a bit, I, I did I did consider well popcorn good, brought him back good friend of the show Kevin Spacey I did consider him I actually went for Sean Connery have a think about that he died okay I can see I've got your interest he died he died at a great time okay he died at a great time he's gone now he's moved on 
doesn't have to deal with this terrible world we're living in right now anymore. But more importantly, this is probably the last time an actor will be able to die from that generation before they get cancelled for some kind of bullshit they've done. Connery? Connery got semi-cancelled. Semi-cancelled. Uh, he's a pretty yeah. shitty person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but people still but like... Compared to... Pe- compared to like, yeah. Friend of the 10 podcast. years ago, 15 years ago... I reckon he retired at the right time. Because if he was still acting, then yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think he died at a time when we were able to celebrate his life. I think if... Yeah, when you talk about kind of... When people are cancelling John Wayne and, and all kinds of different people who have been dead for so long now, it's... I think he died at a good time made the right move he's like okay I'm out here we go good night and I think yeah I think it's been kind of good for his legacy but yeah we've got a semi-cancelled you say you think he was semi-cancelled you think he was semi-cancelled well he's obviously not cancelled because a lot of people made yeah. a pretty big deal of his death um, I remember but, you when you, you said like questionable guy yeah, like, yeah you weren't just ready to come out and feel yeah I wasn't gonna like and so that's why I was so shocked when you picked him again to talk about his well, his career tonight. We, we mean, paid tribute to him in the Risties. We, so I was like, well, that summarises the Risties, yeah. right? So, yeah, no, okay, that's good. I, I went for a movie... You went for someone alive who's actually... I went for one someone alive. <laughs> I went for a, someone that can enjoy his, yeah. his success. I went for Bong Joon-ho. So the start of last year, Bong Joon-ho, well-respected director within geeky circles right Quentin Tarantino recommended him to people and everyone was like oh we should watch this Korean director this year takes on the Oscars beats Quentin Tarantino Martin Scorsese for best director beats comic book The Joker wins best director best screenplay best film first Asian all like Korean film in a different language foreign language film to win best picture and now the world's his oyster what what else does Parasite. he directed other than that? Uh, Ok which is actually available Okja. on Netflix. Yeah, highly recommend. Great, check it out on Netflix. Um, and obviously Snowpiercer. Snow, Snowpiercer also also on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, um, I think really like Snow, a lot of people recommended Snowpiercer to me. I was, I was a bit kind of okay. another but one. Okja, another another one I highly recommend is Memoirs of Murder, which is. His and you can see that as Cinema Nova right now they're showing it. Um, is this a sponsored segment? Potentially, what? I sent I sent last episode to Cinema Nova, so yeah. let's let's work that angle. Fifth risk Karen will not just take wants, like free movies for life. Fifth risk, <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> but fifth risk will not take sponsors from watch brands, but we will take sponsors from everybody else. Alcohol, <laughs> ball trimmers, yeah, anything, yeah. <laughs> it's, what all the, it's what all the big podcasts do it's all these guys like ball trimmer 3.0 we'll, we will get fully behind ball trimmers yeah I will anyway I'll trim everyone's balls if we get some money from it <laughs> so yeah ball trimmer but I like I like LeBron as well yeah and next year he's got a movie coming out I'm very Bad very keen for that movie <laughs> well Buzz Bugs Bunny edition are we, are we well are before before we go before we go to 2021 I just want to ask, since we're talking about who won, which watch brand do you think won 2020? I'm going Moza. Moza did a really good job. Enter Black, The Pioneer, yeah. The Flyback Chronograph, and obviously uh, Streamliner. Four really great watches. One of them was 
Moza got screwed at the Risties. So I'm just going to call it out. They can't be screwed because the community, the public, picked the winners, okay? If this isn't GPHG, like, this is the public. As stupid as they might be, they picked the winners, okay? <laughs> Still, my fa- my, even though Klaus was obviously the star, my favourite moment was when Brownsville Watch Guy yeah. called out the winner and then went, fuck this, and left. He <laughs> was like, this is bullshit. Dressed in, like, Mexican matador attire. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Um, which watch brand? I don't know about winner, but definitely, like, did some stuff that we maybe didn't expect and did really well. Uh, and uh, so Alex is going to hate this. You're right. Rolex. You're right. Rolex, the date just. Uh, the, sorry, the... Um, the Oyster Perpetual with yeah. the crazy dials, so those beautiful colours. Everyone's talking about them. I want one. I think they're fantastic. I want the green one. It's gorgeous. Like, it's such a nice watch. I saw the pink one on the weekend. Pink it is awesome. gorgeous. I gorgeous saw the watch. pink one on the weekend. Okay. Even, like, Check out my the, Instagram. Tur- the turquoise one, the uh, the one we're going to now call the kumquat. The kumquat. <laughs> Not the daffodil. Not the daffodil. Um, they, you know, Rolex only ever does stuff like change dials or change whatever. Uh, and even if they do that, they're like, oh, we changed it from blue to a slightly darker shade of blue. Uh, and people want it. But they've actually, you know, went Ch- for it. They changed the dial. They're really... Well, it's still conservative, though. It, yeah, it's they just crazy. And in one respect, it's crazy. In the other, it's conservative. For any other brand, it'd be conservative. For Rolex, it causes such a big stir, which is... It's amazing when they can take kind of what is really a kind of small risks like that yeah. and still cause yeah such kind of controversy but I think 100% Rolex has solidified their position Absolutely. as a brand everyone wants and they're just now building this empire of like every single watch they bring out is like you can't get it I can't believe the one guy who A owns a Rolex and B kind of like Fights for the big guys is like Moza and you two. I'm just being honest. I'm, like, I'm just saying that's the, who I yeah. think won. But, or, or, or is like in the conversation they, for winning. So we're, you're you're banking on Rolex winning on the Oyster Perpetual because surely that Sky Dweller no, no. on the rubber and so, the the sub where they like went. Whoa! Look at this. Look Sky, Dwe- Sky, Sky Dweller on on rubber got nominated for Shitter of the Year. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. And so and, and the sub as well. Yeah, but what? this these have been such a hit, and everyone wants one, and they've made them forty one mils now, so people are like, you can get it, you can get one in the same size, you know, vaguely the same size as your. But sub is that is. is that what we're going for when we're saying the winner of the year, or we're going for a brand like Moza who are like, yeah, they're, they're actually. I think I think they're doing quite well, but also they <laughs> well, are quite well. I don't, like, I don't disagree with they're you. They're doing quite well. <laughs> but, but, You're going but, for like the Donald Trump definition of winning. No, but like no, no, I'm not because I'm actually. How many people do you know that bought the Moser? None. How many? Seven. How, how many? Don't Instagram, ask me to tell you who they are. <laughs> how many Instagram influencers do you know that got a uh, thirty-six mil OP? I have to edit that one out. At least 14. <laughs> it could be any Instagram. No, no, 12, 12, 12, yeah. 12, 12. So it's a draw. So 12 of you. <laughs> seven, like seven or five, but fifth wrist supports the little guys. So we're going with Moser. Woo, Moser won 2020. I prefer, prefer Moser as a brand, I, but I'm talking about like I'm the in same. terms of winning in the tr- traditional sense of winning. No. Like Rolex. I think if you're talking about. It's a different Le- thing. Least amount of effort and most like 
most hype. They crushed it. Yeah. They were like, let's make these silver dials but, green and pink. you're talking about something they do every year. It's just like, this is like, this is what they do every year. So that's not I winning to it, me. it's reached a new high low though. Like, they've done... <laughs> Are you done, talking about bad boys on the whole roller They've done new high low. They've done such a kind of boring conservative thing. To do something like that and get that reaction to it is like everyone else Moser's putting a, a, a rotor in between the movement and the dial yeah. going to all that effort creating something kind of truly unique and they would love to just be like oh we'll just bring out some different dial colours and get the same result any brand that says otherwise is, is lying like they, everyone wants to but be the doing way, the Rolex thing the way you guys are talking is yeah. Rolex wins every year because they, no. they don't win every year no, they, I, I don't think, think they won every year. I, I think, think they won this year. They yeah. made enough of a enough of a ruckus this year. Is this because Roman would actually wear a Rolex? Is it? Is, is this because no. you they've converted one person? That is a sign, though. But also, Roman question... hates Rolex, and every episode <laughs> he wants the Comfort one. He wants, he wants, a, he wants a Rolex. Like if that's not like somebody who's <sighs> as into watches as Roman is, independent, true watchmaking. He has a breaky. Do you, do you hear this, Roman? Watch for Christ's sake, Roman. I know you're listening. Yeah, you, you are the listen. reason why Rolex beat Moser this year. I'm, I'm, and Roman can't even I'm get one. I'm beating two for one. And he's the second biggest um, watch influencer in, in Melbourne. Roman can't get one from Rolex. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who's first. Well, Synchronous uh, Glenn has Pretty the most sure. followers. Yeah, he has the most followers for an individual, non-commercial. Yeah, Instagram account. Huh? In yeah. Australia, so that surely he has to be number one. But he's I'm, really into into. I'm gonna watches. I'm gonna I'm gonna speak to him. Yeah. And tomorrow he'll buy a streamliner. Done. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, wow. so I'm you're the real chat. influencer uh, then. You're influencing the influencers. Look, look, I'll just have a chat with him. I'll take talk about Moses resellability. Yeah. Okay. And so you're gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll we'll have a chat and he'll buy one. Okay. I'll wear it for a week. Yeah, and then do a review on the website. Good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, so Rolex wins. Thank you. Wait, did, who was yours? Oh no, you said yours, and then you agreed with Rolex. Yeah, you don't have a third. I got I got outvoted on that one. Um I know this was not in your email. I'm going off off book. I'm very sorry. This is great, we need to celebrate this. What's morning. the worst watch of the year? Shooter of the year. I think the shooter of the year was about right. I think the Supreme Jacob and Co. That's color. terrible. I've got another. I don't actually watch the Aristides. <laughs> I was at work. I'm sorry. I didn't watch Aristides, but I did know that it's the Jacob and Co. Yeah. The Jacob and Co. Appetise at all the fifth wrist watch. <laughs> the Jacob and Co. Uh, was garbage. I've got another. I've got another a suggestion. The Ralph Lauren Polo watch collection. Oh yeah, that's that was that's... really really bad. Yeah. Waco, yeah, Waco. not friend of the show, he's got one. Yeah, that's pretty. But honestly, I still think just the sky dweller on the oyster flakes. Like, let's give Rolex the win and the loss. <laughs> Such a hideous watch. I know what you you kind of liked that, didn't you? Remember you were, <laughs> yeah, you were like, oh yeah, it's kind of like casual. Did chic not, or something. I can't remember. You said something I, like that on I, the, the episode, first episode. You no, I said I said that. that was weird that they. I thought they tried too hard to try and make it casual. Yeah. Because it's still a sky dweller. It just put it on a rubber yeah, strap. It's terrible. Doesn't doesn't make it not a sky dweller. 
maybe unpopular opinion, perhaps Ooh. not here. I don't like the Sky Dweller at all. No, I don't like the Sky Dweller. Yeah, we're I just, it's one of my Pox least. to the Sky Dweller. Yeah. Don't we know someone that's got three Sky Dwellers though? And shout possibly out. erectile dysfunction if you believe what Roman says. Shout out, shout out to my boy. <laughs> Sorry, I'll edit that out. Sorry, <laughs> I don't want him to get hate mail from 120 other people in the Slack group. Does he actually have? Uh, he's got two. He's got two. Are you touching my foot with your foot? Jeez, honestly, unbelievable. He's got Because I talked about erectile dysfunction, yeah. wasn't it? He's, he's, so, he's looking. If anyone's got a blue one, I'd retail. I mean, we'll take it off <laughs> what, what has he got? Just now. He's got the white dial and the black dial. Okay, but he wants the blue. Yeah, he want, I think he wants that, like, Thanos. Yeah, that's the set. The, the Sky Dollar oh. set. He needs to get that two-tone gold one as well. And he'll have the Soul Stone. Like, I applaud Rolex for doing something mm. a bit different. Again, not not the rubber part. Don't do that, Rolex. But actually coming out with the Sky Dollar in the first place, there's something a bit different. Mm. It's functions differently than other watches as well so but yeah it doesn't really do it the, the looks of it don't really do it for me, but but. do you hear how we sound we're applauding rolex for doing something different oh hey they put like a blue or a green or a pink or a yellow uh oyster perpetual whilst other brands if they had done something like that we'd be like they do do they like that. No, they do but, but i'm saying rolex i'm saying do it normally i'm saying that we give different standards to rolex than we do to other brands 2020 moza thank you listen i think if the possible, wrist is rigged if, well the if, question wasn't the question wasn't which watch do you like the most in, i know in 2020 yeah, it was which watch that. do you think won 2020 yeah. I think we should. I Come think if anyone, guys. if anyone can burn the Rolex factory to the ground, I think you should do it. But if yeah, you're asking who's the winner of the year, <laughs> it is Rolex. Have you seen actually the somebody posted earlier the OP are selling for nineteen thousand? That is madness. Did you see that? That's truly madness. Thousand on Philips or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Plus, so retail what retail the OP is like eleven, right? Ish. I thought it was less than that. I thought it was like nine. Oh, okay. Depending on the size, maybe. Yeah. The sub's 11, is it not? The sub 11? Yeah, it was 12. Yeah. I think the, the prices went up and okay. started. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So, whatever. It's twice retail, essentially, which is bonkers. Yeah. It's insane. All right. What are we looking forward to in 2021, guys? Let's talk any movies that you guys are looking forward to. Obviously, a lot of movies got pushed out yeah. that were meant to come out this year. Any particular ones? Uh, new Top Gun? Yeah, Maverick. Yeah. Let's go. Can you Let's say that? Let's go. I think that'll be really fun. I think that should be a, uh, an, a fifth wrist event. We'll go to the cinema. We'll do... Play, IWC, we'll sponsor it. We'll play shirtless volleyball afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Michael Woods will definitely drive down for a walk. For shirtless volleyball. <laughs> we, should have done, we should have done shirtless volleyball rather than mini golf for yeah. Rockfest. That'd yeah, be, sure. yeah. Yeah, 100%. I'm actually looking forward to that one as as well just yeah from, absolutely because yeah. you know Tom Cruise puts his all into everything he does absolutely 100% um, it's kind of been oh are we Tom Cruise fans I love Tom Cruise so much as I think he's the last great action star as a person I don't really know anything about him because he's this kind of shadowy yeah enigmatic uh, weird kind of guy. Yeah. guy yeah that's interesting because obviously the first episode of next season is greatest action stars so which you've been asking for for a I've while I've been asking for that yeah so yeah uh, and then we'll have like a five week break from the watch regurgitator <laughs> and come back to you um, <laughs> what happened to El Presidente in the no, podcast no we like this one <laughs> oh, God, Bill, Simmons, Bill Simmons called me and was like 
Dude, okay. there's only right. one point five. You can't use that again. I got two hundred fifty million reasons. <laughs> okay, so yeah. So Top Gun Maverick. Any 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 others? I've got I've got a few. Bond. Yeah, the Bond. Yeah, Bond. Last, last um End of the chapter. Curry Fuganaga is the director. He directed the first season of True Detective. True Detective. Yeah. Awesome. So it should be should be interesting. Rami Malek. Who directed the second season of True Detective? I've got no idea. Same guy that directed Bad Boys 3. Was it really? No. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were saying it. Just well, the, sec- the second season, I got three episodes in and I was like, I'm done here. Yeah. Um, I think, that, did you guys hear about the whole, like, Netflix was going to buy Bond? They were going to take it, take it on. They're and- all on Stan, aren't they? No, like the like the new one. They oh, wanted. Okay. They were like, oh, "Don't release right. it in the cinema. We'll buy it off you just now." And they offered them seven hundred million or something. Oh, and no, it was that much. Seven hundred million. Seven hundred million almost take it because it's like maybe a billion dollar movie. Or maybe they offered them half a half yeah, a. Yeah, yeah. I think half, it was maybe half, offered them five hundred, and yeah. they and they wanted seven hundred or something. Yeah. It was insane. I know they wanted, they probably wanted to. Yeah. And when you think about those kind of figures and the fact that Netflix can offer that kind of money, it shows you the whole landscape has just totally changed when yeah. that's now in play. When a website's like, yeah, sure. I forget, cancel all cinemas for the rest of the time. This We're is just it. Buy. Like Warner Brothers, obviously, all of their movies are going to be out yeah. uh, on HBO Max as well as. In the cinemas, as, as we talked about in last week's episode, so yeah, it's it's going to be a testy time for cinemas, which is why at Fifties we always recommend if you are s- comfortable going to the cinemas, we're not telling you to do it. We always, re- I've never recommended this. Go Stay to the cinema. <laughs> Go to the like crisps in your bed in your underpants. Don't watch on your laptop. Carrot's <laughs> <laughs> about so to have a stroke. Stroke face. But other, other other movies, The French Dispatch, Wes Anderson's new movie, which is meant to come out at the end of the year. Huge cast, as all Wes Anderson. Classic Wes Anderson. Yep. You know, Tim, like you know, obviously Bill Murray will be in it, and, but Timothy Chalamet is meant to be the star of it. Um, another Timothy Chalamet movie, Dude. June. Yep. Denny Villeneuve's adaptation of June, which will be pretty huge. Obviously. The Marvel stuff will come out as well. You know, uh, Wonder Woman's going to come out at the end of this year, which is interesting. As Friends of the show, Wonder Woman. Gal Gadot. Chosen by Glenn. As chosen by Glenn. So, yeah, like, I think I think 2021 is going to be another, like, crapshoot in regards to box office, but I think the movies are going to come out because they kind of have to. I think it's going to be, like, a game-changing year. There's, like, just now, people don't even know what move to make, so just like, right, let's hold off just now. Yeah. I think next year's going to set the tone of how things move forward. Like, people are still going to have to put movies out in the cinema, but for a lot of certain types of movies, it could be the last time that they think, that is this even worth bringing it out in the cinema? I'm sure lots more yeah. cinemas will be closing down as well. But in terms of art house stuff, I think this could be, like, a good point for them where there'll be more independent art house stuff and that's the kind of stuff that people will be passionate enough to go to their local cinema and support and it'll be more like a like an, an event to go and see these things so I think it's going to be incredibly interesting 2021 for, for movies yeah 100% and obviously TV is going to go from strength to strength you know I think productions 
back on in America and Europe. So obviously there's been a lull with production because of COVID. Interesting enough, did you see on the weekend, or actually a couple of days ago, Tom Cruise had a rant on the set of Mission Impossible 7. We had a rant at a whole bunch of crew who weren't uh, complying to the COVID rules. And Cruise went... Like, he essentially said, this is your last chance. If you don't fucking do this, you're out. And it was, it was really good on you, Cruise. Yeah. I'm, I'm a Cruise guy. I love Cruise. I, lo- I love him as an actor. I, he's again, like, like, the closest like thing to Alex, Jackie Chan we like have. Alex yeah. said, like, I don't... He's secretive, you know, weird guy. There's a Scientology thing and all that kind of stuff. But awesome actor. And he's in some of my favorite movies. Yeah. Does it in a sense, the, the Mission Impossible movies only get better. Like, the last yeah. one was essentially a action classic like that a helicopter classic. thing I'll, you know what I just the one before that one though the one with the motorcycle chase I know there was a motorcycle chase in the last one as well but the motorcycle chase where he's got the he's on a BMW like R1 or whatever the fuck it is he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt he's got no helmet on just every time I watch that and I, would, I watch on YouTube all the time makes me want to buy a motorbike that will <laughs> yeah. fling me into a wall at yeah. a thousand miles an hour and kill me instantly. It's just, he does all this stuff. Like, there's there's nothing else, no one else that you watch can your brain be tricked into believing the special effects. When you watch him, because he's actually doing it, it just makes it all the more real and all the more enjoyable. Yeah. And he stands out from everyone else because he does that. Like, yeah. he's actually putting his ass on the line I think he do, I don't think he gets the credit for it that he deserves like to become like an expert helicopter pilot you know like he just he decided to learn for this movie and he did yeah. so many thousand hours so he could make all these weird moves and stuff it's saying that I'd love for him to do like a Paul Newman and do like that older man verdict like serious movie and get like a Oscar type thing like I know he's like now fully leaned into yeah. I'm an action star yeah. I'm not doing all you know you know A Few Good Men and Magnolia and yeah. stuff like that like serious movies um, Sid's, Sid's on his phone just like he's at the movies um, <laughs> I think he would though I think he would but, but I'd like, love him yeah. to do like that like that final you know older man like be a lawyer be a, you know something some Oscar baby type film I think he does better the less he says like that's why I liked him in Collateral so much like he didn't oh, yeah he was he, it, there was the action side of him and he did like tons of firearms training and stuff like that so he could get he could nail everything which I'm sure everyone does in Michael Mann films but like he he didn't have much to say like he was a quiet guy he dyed his hair grey like I just think that's I'd like I'd like to see him do another million movies like there's a thing where he went off track with Jack Reacher and stuff is there's too much of him like the and Jamie, Night and Day and Jamie like Foxx was the guy in Collateral that was doing most of the talking he was like the yeah. loud mouth if you can call him that and yeah Tom Cruise was yeah just this kind of shadowy figure and I think that's I want to see him do more stuff like that what about Watches 2021 Anything in particular? Just whatever I think he's going to come up with, really. Sorry, I jumped the queue. But I was so excited, <laughs> so excited about it. Do you know, do you know <laughs> from us? <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know. Hey, what we'll about see. the... Uh, do you guys see the Time and Tide um, Banford? I actually kind of like it. Pretty you, cool. Where are you at uh, Time and Tide event? I was. I was yeah. at the Christmas party. And uh, they, they, they have Banford out. It's sold out there. So it's 50 pieces. Yeah. Obviously, Banford, it's the... 
the Gen G that they've had, you know, kind of released with the Snoopy and a few others. I think they got a new Colette one that mm. just come yeah, out like yesterday or the day before. Or very cool as well. But I like the time, the Time and Tide one. Like great colors. The logo is not like too in your facey. It's an actually a nice logo, and I think they've sold them all out. What a great idea! Like under two that two grand. I mean, no one wants to spend. You know, who wants to spend five grand on a club watch? Right. Yeah. Under two grand for a club watch. I reckon that's awesome. I, I also just like the watch. It's maybe a little bit big, um, but I. That's cool. Watch. I just I, no, not that. Just the design of the watch generally. Yeah. yeah. Like even the normal colors that they do and the whatever else. I just think it's like a neat. I'm trying to remember, I actually recorded an episode of Robin the Regulator, the number one rated show on Fifth First Radio, um, on Monday. Just beats us, just picks us. I had quite a few, <laughs> white, quite a few white Russians that night, but I was talking about the watch with Rob. Really love, really love the Time and Tide logo on it. I think it's really great. I can't remember what I said about the actual watch. I don't think it's really to my taste. It's not really my... Like I'm more of a might be good thing anyway. for you anyway, right? Oh, is that what, yeah. why? Is, why are you saying that? Well, because it's you know you because you're it's because you're, you're a vintage. Rest. No, you're a vintage guy. You yeah. you, you wear ten to yeah, right. yeah. small watches. So go focus. Oh, this but, is this is the last time we're recording in person. If, uh, <laughs> if anyone gets one of those time and tape ones and they need it regulated, yeah, please send it to me. And I'll regulate it for free for you. Yeah. Well, there's fifty owners. I'm sure some go. of them will keep great time. But I, you know what? I actually did applaud as well. It's come back to me now. Um, they've got their Time and Tide Club. Are you a member of Time and Tide Club? I, I was the first. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. okay. So I might yeah. be the second. Oh, you might be. Just yeah. thinking about it. Like you might, might have been <laughs> a podcast host. Why are you putting this <laughs> amazing <laughs> uh, <laughs> I might be. I look, to be fair, terrible year to have your first year as a club. You know, like 2020. So you could have precisely zero meetings. Yeah, you have <laughs> like zero events. Yeah, what well, I said when I speak to Rob Particularly was, for a paid club, you have to, you have to spend oh, money. There, you yeah. have to buy? Okay. You do. So, yeah. You do. How much is it to? I think about 130 bucks. Oh, okay, cool. What I did like was they gave a discount to the club members, like a substantial one. It was like $400 discount you bought. And they will engrave your number or something on, on the case back as well, which I think was... Yeah, nice touch. Like, I like that, given, given value on, on, on your membership. So it's got his mask out, like he's just he's about to go and catch a tram home. He's like a pageant. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. I've just realized this will this will be like it's meant to be a lot longer. It's going on. Let's do the draft. Let's do it. Let's 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 get it done. Okay. Alright. Five picks each. We're commemorating the goat of the Scottish actors. Is he the greatest Scottish actor ever? Greatest Scottish person ever. Ooh. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Who's in the conversation? Greatest Scottish person ever. Me. Uh, Sean Connery. Sean Connery. <laughs> well, it's an obvious winner. The guys <laughs> off Scottish watches. Um, uh, okay. Alexander Graham Bell. Ooh, okay. So the, potentially uh, one or two. Greatest Robert Louis Stevenson, uh, who's actually a relative of mine. Is that for real? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, like great, 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 great. Something. Um, who else? Any other Scottish people? I don't read that much. Old. Jared Butler. He likes a pint of wine from time to time. I feel like he likes more than a pint of wine. <laughs> All right, cool. That's a that's a list. It's <laughs> a very short list. That's pretty bad. Even the guys on Scottish. Even, even if you just ask a Australian person, they're like, "There's more Hemsworth brothers than the people I was able to meet from the entire country of Scotland." Um, okay, so we're doing five five picks each. 
Greatest Sean Connery movies. I get the first pick. Sid's got the second pick. Alex, you got the third pick. Snakeback. Yep. Yep. All right. With the first pick, picking Indiana Jones, Last Crusade. Steven Spielberg is the third. And I don't count the other Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, there's only three Indiana Jones movies. And Connery makes you wish that he was in all the others. He was so yeah. good in that. And... You know, Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones is so charismatic, he's so likeable, and Connery gives you a reason why. You actually believe, oh, that's why that guy's so cool. Yeah. Because he's that guy's son, right? He, he's so likeable in it. The, the whole situation where they're trapped in a room on fire, and he's like, our situation has not improved. I can't do Scottish accent, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I can't do Scottish Connery accent. But he's just like wisecracking, he's just fun. He's a perfect Spielberg character as well, because I think Spielberg was just like, just letting him run with it. I just, I could just feel that, and yeah, just fantastic. Like to take a Henry Jones a, a movie like that, or a series of movies like that, and then just make it like they're great movies anyway. But then it just takes it to like the next level. I just, I remember going to see that a couple of times at the cinema when I was a kid. Just the father son relationship. You can really believe it. They're kind of different enough from each other, but there's that similarity as well it's yeah yeah it's probably one of the the best dads in a movie Fa- best fa- father son movie of it I think it's ever. my favourite Indiana Jones yeah yeah it is yeah yeah. Um, I, th- I think also it kind of gave Connery that change where he didn't have to be the guy yeah and he was happy like obviously later on which we, those movies that might come up he was happy to be the the elder statesman alongside the you know up and comer or the young buck or the established guy and he did fantastic in that role I actually like him in that role so um, interestingly he's only four years older than Harrison Ford no way yeah but not, not I'm pretty sure way. yeah I'm pretty sure and wait four, four years four years no Shit. he's 90 he died this year Harrison Ford is yeah, not yeah okay maybe not four years he's definitely years Shit. <laughs> Hang on, I'll edit that one out. <laughs> um, hang on, hang on. Harrison Ford age. It might, it's something. It's something short. It's not four years. Sid, get go get, get your first pick, man. <laughs> no, this is, I get to get one over you this time. This is fantastic. All right, it so might be fourteen. Ford looks it great might for be eighty-six years old. It might be fourteen. While years. Uh, while Jareth looks this up, I will take. I will do my first pick, uh, which is my favorite. Uh, James Bond movie that Sean Connery is in, uh, and it's actually Goldfinger. Great choice. Yep. Great. Nice. Love it. Cool. Good movie. Cool bad guys. Ejector seat. Ejector seat. Uh, uh, 12 years. 12 years. Pussy galore. 12 years. Pussy galore. Sorry. Just, just, just want to say that. 12 years. Yeah. Four years. We knew you were wrong. We but knew, still, yeah. 12 years, he looks a lot older than 12 years. Listen, in Scotland, most people Sorry, have their first Sorry. child at 12 years old in Scotland. That's like the average age of a father. Okay. Like, I'm considered, like, I don't have any kids. And I, like, that's why I had to leave Scotland because I was 14, okay. still don't have any kids left. So. All right. You, you, Sid, you Sid turned 12, it was the next day, and they were like, out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sid, sorry. Dolphinger. Uh, Awesome. <laughs> Great. Right. Rob. Uh, Alex, I keep calling you Rob. Keep thinking no, about no. Well, what else about golfing? You're like, great first pick. Oh, I reckon the first picks you got to spend a little bit more time. Great movie. Um, <laughs> really good uh, Connery performance. Cool bad guys. Uh, hilarious names of characters. Yeah. Um, odd job, pussy galore, etc., etc. 
Um, odd job is Goldfinger, unless I'm much it mistaken. Is, yeah. yeah. And I think that's where Connery really, like, solidified Bond. Yeah. Like, Bond got really, you know, the car, it, the, the lines, all of that stuff became a part of Bond after yeah. Goldfinger. Yeah, great pick. He played some golf in it as well, which he was known to like a round of golf from time to time. Sean? <laughs> your pick, mate. You got the third pick. And nice thing. What was your one again? It was Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Choice. Great choice again. Okay, here we go. I was going to pick a James Bond one, Sid, but <laughs> you said as I like you, <laughs> I'm going to bypass that one. That was my first one. Um... I'm gonna go for Robin and Mary. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I just did it. Oh, uh, okay. And it is a Robin Hood story. Sean Connery, Audrey Hepburn, and who else? Jared? Robert Shaw. Oh, there it is. Oh, there it is. He's the bad guy, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, Sheriff. The OG of friend of the podcast. Ooh, are you Robert. gonna go to Robert Shaw movies? Well, I was going to, but. I, because a lot of my friends sit here, I did not go for the first one I was going to go for. Um, yeah, Robin Marion. Robin comes back from the Crusades, like, so many years later. He's an old guy, he's an old Robin Hood. He's a bald Robin Hood. Maid Marion is no longer a maid. She's now a nun. Sheriff of Nottingham is still mucking about. And, yeah, it's like, what would have happened to, to Robin Hood? You don't like it, Sheriff? To be fair, I've only watched it once. Yeah. And, yeah, I wasn't... That's an interesting idea. It's like, how many times have they just made the regular Robin Hood movie? Sure. He's he's actually been in a couple of Robin Hood movies. His son played Robin Hood... uh, I can't remember the name of his son. But his son played Robin Hood on on UK television. His son was blonde. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, and that was like his big break, but... Connery was like in Robin Hood Prince of Thieves as well. Well, let's not get ahead sorry, of ourselves. Sorry, 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 sorry. Maybe sorry. offer other people here the same courtesy that they just gave you don't. by not naming... It's not what we yeah. do on Popcorn, it's an invite to the I don't know, as you're well aware. I don't know, like, the draft is about charity and donation. Okay. Well, I feel like Sid gets so much abuse from people all the time that it's like, it's, when he's in my home, offer him some... Yeah, when he, once he comes to your home again, you can abuse him like you normally do. Actually, I don't abuse him when he's at my home. Are you really well behaved? No, I'm, your no I don't abuse him at all. I'm just like... I think our listeners are absolutely the, the pop, that. Yeah, the listeners disagree. <laughs> yeah, I get so many messages all the time. Do you know what? Do you know what? Just checking... You're on a pop culture podcast. You make it seem like it's Battle Royale. It's like we're now in the kill zone. What is your next pick? Oh, okay. Oh, back you to the okay. What you did to Robert De Niro, I'll never forget it. You're going to pick another one. Alright, your next pick, mate. Next pick. So, but you disagreed with Robin and Marion. Okay. No, I didn't disagree. It's have, you, have you seen Robin and Marion, Sid? Yes, I have. Yeah. Okay. Again, only once. Um, not my favourite rendition of Robin Hood. Okay. Robin Hood's a tough, it's a tough story. There's not many good ones, is it? Men in Tights. Classic. Men in Tights. I don't mind yeah. the, um, uh, what's that? He's not Australian, New Zealand guy. Ross, Russell Crowe. The Ridley Scott I, one. I didn't mind that. Yeah. Okay. The there's a there's a Taron oh, Edgerton uh, there's a Taron Edgerton and uh, and Jamie Fox one that came out more recently that is not right. so not Jamie true. Fox is playing the fictional um, Shawshank Redemption guy. <laughs> Who's the guy from the Robin Hood Prince of Thieves? Uh, Morgan Freeman is he playing the and they're like. 
Like yeah, Margaret Freeman. He's the he's the friend. He's um he's mm. oh my god, Robin Hood's talking friend, black friend, mentor, whose name completely escapes me now. Did Robin Hood have a a black mentor? Is that like a museum? <laughs> I'm unsure. Right, okay. the history of Robin Hood. Jamie Foxx. I need. I'm gonna check that out. My next one is now when I looked this up earlier, it was called the first great train robbery, but I always just remember it as the great train robbery. It's a heist movie. It's got Sean Connery, and it's got Donald Sutherland in it, and it's honestly just a great film. And they're robbing a train. You've got Donald Sutherland like pretending to be a corpse, and with like a blue tongue and a coffin, so he can sneak into like the the carriage on the train where all the gold is. You've got Sean Connery climbing along the top of a train. And his face all covered in soot. <laughs> it's we've had some complaints recently about me going on too long and talking over you, so I'm really good to title. I'm trying to I'm trying to really give them some value for money here to complain about. God. Great movie. What's I mean, the name of the movie, Alex? It's called either The Great Train Robbery or The First Great Train Robbery. In my household, where you are, it's referred to as the Great Train Robbery. You see this one? Good pick. Good pick. Fun movie. Again, I've only seen it once, but yeah. I remember saying, yeah, really good pick. Yeah. I actually didn't have that on my list, but yeah, now that I think about it, nice. It's my turn again? No, no it's not. You, can't, you, you get two. So you turn again. It's my turn now. Uh, so, I again, I'm taking another James Bond oh. film. It's going to be, I've warned everybody, and I'm going taking another Bond. We could have done another Bond episode, like our first episode. Yeah. Uh, for my second pick, I'm taking Dr. No, the original James Bond film. Um, he started the franchise. He's the face of James Bond. Um, good watch, good watch. The Rolex put the put the Rolex on James Bond's wrist for the first and time. And Nados put Nados on. I'm iffy on Nados. We've we've talked about this. But the, the movie like did did good for Nados. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Ursula, Ursula Andress. Yes, lovely. Um, and sort of sets up another. Bond film in the future, which we'll we'll uh, we'll get to. Yeah. Why are you laughing? So creepy. Lovely. <laughs> Not like anything about our actors. It's okay. my turn again, though. No, no. It's my turn. I got two picks. Okay. All right. Hunt, Hunt for Red October is my second pick. Predictable. Um, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. This is the best. This is the second best. So, John Clancy. Uh, again, that that Tom run. Clancy. Oh, sorry, Tom Clancy. Oh, Tom Clancy. Um, yeah. Again, that run. Sorry, I was thinking about the director, John McTiernan. Yeah. Um, again, that run. Uh, that Connery, that second stage or third stage of his career, where he worked with younger guys, played a Russian submarine captain. So actually, John McTiernan, what a run during that time. Die Hard Two. No. Well, he oh, actually yeah. didn't direct Die Hard Two. He directed the first one. He directed Diet of Vengeance later on. Who did two? Oh, I don't even know. Okay. Right. Um, but 87 to 1990, Predator, Die Hard, for Red October. Hello. No lethal weapon, though. No lethal weapon, but you and I can disagree <laughs> on that. You know, Alec Baldwin, just a great... Uh, Mount Rushmore of su- submarine movies, I would say. Mount Rushmore yeah, submarine with movies. Crimson Tide and two other... Sub- oh, Dust Boot, maybe. Um, and, yeah, just great. Movie. I told you I used to drink with Sean Connery's wig master, right? I told that story. Who did uh, the wig for 
hunt for it in October. No. Have I not? Not, not on podcast. It's so difficult when I think back at the podcast and like... How many times you've told like, this story? <laughs> how many drinks did I have? Have I told that story? Have I just been like talking to myself in the room once we've wrapped the show? Yeah, the guy in my local pub, he was the wig master for Sean Connery and he got flown cool. all over the world and he did that wig. And actually when I was doing a research for this, I saw the poster for Red October and Alec Baldwin's not even on the poster. No. He is nothing compared to Sean Connery. He's not even on the poster. His name's on the poster. This is he was Sean an up and comer. He was an up and comer. Sean Connery's big face. Yeah. Even though Alec Baldwin is Jack Ryan, who's the, the star yeah. of the movie, right? Yeah. And Sean Connery's how old in that? 90? A lot. Well, Sorry, we're asking four, you wrong question. Four years older yeah. than Harrison Ford. <laughs> Sorry, I touched you. It's okay. <laughs> Alright, so that's my uh, second pick, my third pick. Uh, you're going to say predictable. <laughs> is The Untouchables. So I'm going, I'm really leaning into that third stage of Sean Connery. Again, paired himself with a guy who was at the peak of his powers, kind of. Um, <laughs> Kevin Costner. De Niro plays Al Capone in that movie. Connery wins the Oscar. He win, finally wins finally, an Oscar yeah. in that movie. Uh, pretty stacked Oscar. Like maybe not stacked in regards to the movies but stacked in regards to the actors Morgan Freeman Albert Brooks Denzel Connery and then Vincent whatever his face is um, what were uh, the movies though that other people were well I thought Albert Brooks should have won that year for Broadcast News okay yeah uh, which I love um, but yeah like Connery obviously a little bit of heritage behind it it was a gimme year you gotta give it to Connery and you know deservedly so you played uh, an Irish guy with a Scottish accent <laughs> yeah <he did>. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, just a great gangster movie. Like, it was a gangster movie where De Niro wasn't the guy, which was yeah. kind of cool. Um, and it was actually the the good guys that, you know, obviously gangster movies, you're so drawn to the bad guys, right? Well, this one, you're actually with Elliot Ness and, and Connery and you see their plight and you're with them. And Brian De Palma as well directed. So, yeah, good movie. De Niro didn't have to do any of his bad crying in that movie as well, so that's that's a great form. De Niro the guy. Yeah, so that's my third pick. So it's now me again. Yep. Uh, For my third pick, I'm taking basically the sequel to Doctor No. Uh, Much to (laughs) much to (laughs) Robert Shaw. Yeah, much to Alex's disappointment, uh, which stars Robert Shaw uh, from Russia with Love. You can pee. Do you want to pee? <laughs> hey guys, do you mind if we take a quick break? Can you guys do an ad? Ad read. Yeah, we'll refresh the coffee. Well, grab us some coffee. Uh, yeah, no, no. Do you want to get a drink? Do you want an ad read, Sid? No. I'm taking from Russia with love. Sid, talk okay. about a podcast yeah. that you haven't seen. Talk about some medical stuff. Oh my god, this is going to be great. Yeah, guys, uh, oh, they've both left me. This is, this is going to go incredibly well. Um, can I just play music? <laughs> Uh, no, uh, they've left and now I just get to say stuff that I want. It's, uh, nice to be back in Melbourne. Uh, <laughs> Alex, uh, Alex is getting progressively more drunk. Uh, and he's trying to convince me to, which is, uh, not working, but I think he may, he may convince me to have a few more drinks. Um, Charith was bouncing around like you wouldn't believe he needed to pee so bad. He's going to need to edit all of this. Um, ad reads. Alex, what should I ad read for? Uh, uh, I've not had any of that. I can't ad read for it. 
Gucci what? I have no idea what that is. Um, eBay. eBay. Ah, for all of your, uh, for all of your secondhand camping or watch or clothing or house or gardening or computer or mask needs, <laughs> go to eBay.com.au. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Alex was. Alex was yelling suggestions of ad reads from in there, and we landed on eBay. Well, that's an OT podcast reference, isn't it? We can't, we can't, we're not getting paid for that. Oh, is it? We do, can't just. Do they do eBay? They've done eBay. We I did not. I we can't. Just, I did not. I don't listen to OT. We can't just. He did coffee. He did Gucci grip. He did eBay. Did you really? No, I didn't. Yeah. You just yelled them from over there. Uh, but I did eBay because I didn't realize I was. <laughs> did you know drink? Uh, yeah. This is still pretty cool. Okay. <laughs> Captain Sensible as well. Um, so, what ads have you done? Uh, I've done none. I mostly just narrated your trip to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> there's actually a um, there's a room here called Stevie Brigade's Heritage Suite. I'm oh, intrigued by. That's interesting. I will mention there's four cats here. I've met three of them so far. They're all very friendly. Um, we met Dave. I like both Dave's name and his persona. Nice. Um, Fidel is aloof. And then there's two others. Hmm. Of which I've met one and I don't know which one it is. So what was your pick? Um, uh, sorry. Really interrupted for uh, a... Sorry, I, I took uh, From Russia With Love. Nice. Because, partly because it's the sequel to Doctor... The semi-sequel-ish to Doctor No. And uh, it's got Robert Shaw. And that's your third pick? That is my third pick. Yeah, good pick. So... So you've gone for the, the, the first three Bond movies. Not in order, but yes. And you know what? The, the three, like they could be on anyone's like favourite Bond movie. I think From Russia With Love was our... Should have been, should have been the first, yeah, have been the first it was, one. It was, but you know, Goldfinger, just a new drink check. <laughs> having a John Boston Pale Ale. Alex, what are you having? I'm having a... Which will be a pint of Magners. Good pick. To... Anything else from, from Russia With Love? No, we've talked about it a lot on this podcast and previous podcasts. Thanks very much to Alex. Um, you can, if you want to go back and listen to our first ever, our first ever uh, popcorn podcast, which was very heavily James Bond focused. Yes, uh, it was the James Bond. It was the James, the James Bond podcast. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you should. Um, uh. um, good thing. Yeah. Can, can, you do a, can you do a Sean Connery? No. Just talk with all this. I can't even do. <laughs> I can't. That's the problem with being Scottish. You cannot. You can't do any accents at all. I, you don't well, need to do an accent that from Sean Connery's yeah. career. Just, yeah. just. I can't do. It doesn't even sound Scottish. It's like a weird. Yeah. All right, Alex. Please your judge. third pick. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Yeah, yeah, that was solid. Alex's third pick. He's going to pick a movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, this has gone off the rails so much. Um, I'll edit that out. It hasn't gone off the rails. <laughs> yeah, we're still on the rails. Um, I'm gonna go for Outland. Tell me about Outland. I have not seen Outland. It's a weird one. What stage would you say it is of his career chart? Early days? I don't know. No, I'd say it's like he's. Second, second, yeah, stage. second stage. It's that like when he was doing that Sydney LeMay run. He was, it was not a Sydney LeMay movie. Let's not get ahead of ourselves, Charlie. Yeah, okay, that's that's the rest um, of my picks. <laughs> this is he is basically a sheriff in space. He's on like a space station, but there's like a mining colony, and everyone starts to 
go crazy because they're taking drugs, but the mining company is covering up or supplying them with the drugs because it makes them work harder. And yeah, then it just turns into like everybody leaves the space station apart from him and the mining company sends a couple of assassins, including Hatchet, Hatchet Harry from Lockstock, like a young Hatchet Harry and some other guy. And because they're in space, they use the very modern weaponry of shotguns. And yeah, he's just running around a space station like with these assassins coming after him. And there's like a weird female doctor, Dr. Time, who like is guiding him through the space station so the assassins don't get him. And he's got like a creepy kid who's like just not like any kid who FaceTimes him from time to time to say they're back on Earth. Um, fucking regurgitated up right now. <laughs> uh, would we say it's a good movie well I haven't finished yet um, what else really about it yeah. it's got Peter Boyle it's got, I, was, from, I was about to get to that yeah it's got Peter Boyle in it from Everybody Loves Raymond Everybody Loves Raymond Taxi Driver oh, he's been in tons of stuff the old Pete yeah yeah show. Frank like a Frank yeah yeah yeah, yeah, Frank Frank Frank. yeah. abusive Can't, abusive husband in Sean Connery? Movie. No, in <laughs> Sean Connery. Oh Sean Connery was an abusive husband. Um, Peter Boyle in Everybody Loves Raymond. Very good. I don't know. They seem just, they just had a great sex it, life. He's, he's the dad? Yeah, he's a dad. Yeah, they had a great sex life, that's what I hear. Um, yeah, better sex life than Ray. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just, I kinda, I'm, I'm trying to go for movies rather than just, I know we're, we're going for top five, but I'm trying to go for movies that maybe people haven't seen. Is it but, a good movie? Yes, it's an amazing okay. movie. Uh, it's... It's a semi remake, right? Like High Noon. It's a remake. Yeah, I mean, how many? Yeah, so many. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a Hill Rider. Yeah, there's tons of stuff like that. But I think it's enjoyable. Yeah, sure. Nice. That's your third pick and your fourth pick. Oh yeah, I'm up again. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. You're finally you're in that end slot. Okay, here we go. The Anderson tapes. Hey, nice. Was that okay? Yeah. You get that's awesome. Heist movie, the first movie I remember where a van drove into the back of another van. It's basically, Sean Connery gets out of jail, goes to see his girlfriend, she stays in a fancy apartment, and he decides to like, you know, <laughs> rob the entire t- apartment block. But some kid's got like a CB radio and calls the cops. So you couldn't make it now because somebody just be on their phone and call the police. But, um, like you said, Sidney Lumet. And what stage was that of his career? Still second. In my mind, there's just like Sean Connery, bald Sean Connery, old bald Sean Connery. <laughs> That's the three. Is that the three stages you've got? There's like, well, there's Bond Connery. There's then Bond there's Connery. non-Bond Connery. There's Bond Connery. Then there's... <laughs> it's like one of these challenges. It's like, no, no, no. can you then say there's... Bond, Bond Connery? Then there's serious, <laughs> there's serious movie Connery. Yeah. which is the Sydney Lumet Ryan and a few yeah. others then there's blockbuster Con- Connery and then there's the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen and that's it yeah we try not to talk about that one yeah. <laughs> it won't go well I, you know, I think Alex might have that in the back pocket <laughs> um, yeah great pick really good pick Connery did five movies with Sydney Lumet mm. which is his greatest collaboration uh, and I, I would say because Cindy Lumet did two movies with Pacino, which are 
probably Sydney Limits two best movies. Jack and Jill. <laughs> and Dog Day Afternoon oh, and yeah. Serpico, right? Yeah. Um, so, and Serpico's. but yeah, he did five movies in Sydney Limit, which were all great. Because <laughs> cat sex going on. Yeah. 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 Popcorn <laughs> is going off the chain. Whatever. Uh, yeah, one of Alex's cats. I will not edit that out. Melting <laughs> another of Alex's cats. And let's get that um, Sid. Sid. <laughs> Sid, your fourth Bond film. Uh, I mean, your fourth pick. <laughs> you are correct. But it is going to be my last Bond film. Uh, that I that I take is uh, diamonds are diamonds are forever. Sid's been googling some uh, other short cut No, I've like, seen it. Like the League of Extraordinary so many times. I'm just gonna take it at the end. Yeah. No, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be diamonds are forever. Which out of the entrapment, I think it's entrapments. Out of the next. seven, out of the seven <laughs> Bond movies that he did, those are the four that I like. I actually don't really like the other ones that much. Diamonds mm-hmm. are forever. Anything about but, diamonds are forever? <laughs> actually. It's not so much about mm. him, but I really like the intro song to sure. Diamonds Are Forever. Kanye? Well, partly because it's a Kanye it's version. Kanye. Partly because it's a Kanye version, but the original version is also... Shirley. Is it, it Shirley? Uh, Shirley Bassett. Shirley Bassett, that's yeah. correct. Dame, um, Dame Shirley Bassett, yeah. Yes, he's really good. Um, and uh, Blofeld is a pretty good bad guy. And Great cat. cat. Um, white cat. The famous, like, stroke the white cat bad guy type of deal, so I... Nice. Hopefully, that is my last Bond movie. That's your you guys. So this wasn't gonna. So this is my last two picks. Is it my turn now? No, it's my turn. I've got my fourth and fifth pick. You've had your fourth, and then we'll reverse back. Yes, and this is how it works. Um, this is my last two picks, and do you know what? This is my fifth pick, but I'm gonna take it fourth. The Rock. Okay. Michael fucking Bay. His best movie. Michael Bay's best movie. It is Michael Bay's best Country movie. Mile. Didn't he do Bad Boys? He did, he bad, did boys. Do bad Boys. Ooh. Yeah, I know. Super Bowl. He did Bad Boys. You just said it's his best movie. I, I think The Rock is his best movie. Bad yeah, Boys. I like, like film Welcome wise. to The Rock. Yeah, welcome to The Rock. The line I all this. You have to do it too. <laughs> the, line, the line, I've been in jail longer than Nelson Mandela, so maybe you want me to be president, is the best little chunk on me line ever. Bad Boys is so much better than The Rock, honestly. Get off it. Final stage, Connery, working with Nicolas Cage. Great Nicolas Cage run. Great it's, is action it, movie. Is it the beginning of his run? Was no. The Rock or the end of his run was The Rock? I'd say that's like the start of that's, his. That's like he's halfway up the mountain. That's the, I've won an Oscar, I'm just going to do big action movies. He won, he won an Oscar for Leaving Love Vegas and then he was like... I don't know which order, but Face Off, The Rock, Conair, boom. <laughs> he just went for that. And then he started doing series. I think The Rock like, was, okay. fu- was like the first... I think The Rock was an action movie. It sounds like... Rock. I think it might be, yeah. Then he's like, I'm an action movie star. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Conair and... Yeah. Face Off, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, just bonkers. Heaps of fun. Reason... One of the reasons why I had to go to Alcatraz when I was in San Francisco. Sean, Sean Connery playing Elder Statesman again. But he was like a little bit rough around the edges. He's escaped, you know, Alcatraz. Not the yeah. best Alcatraz movie. So I married the next murderer. Escape from Alcatraz. Escape from Alcatraz. I disagree. He's the Rock is much better. You reckon? Than yeah, I... my opinion. My opinion. Ed Harris is not in Escape from Alcatraz. What was the Dirty Harry one with him and the darker one from Cagney and Lacey when the baddies were on Alcatraz? I just I don't like Ed Harris in it. I don't. I know Michael. 
Bien or whatever he's called is in it as well and it's they're like the Navy SEALs and yeah. they've got this whole build up thing and then they just get all like gunned down mm. within about five seconds it's a Michael Bay movie it's bonkers yeah. there's, there's no um, <laughs> there's, there's no plot I like the Sean Connery long wig at the beginning I liked the car chase the Ferrari versus the Hummer um, did you like that Nicolas Cage was a chemical weapons expert. Yeah, <laughs> I like that scene actually. Where he's but, like, but his first stab thing is yourself like, in the heart, and he's like, look at, the, look at this the, thing. He's a chemical e- weapons expert, but the first scene he's in, he's like, just shagging his yeah, girlfriend. Yeah. He's like, oh, I've got a fan call. And again, uh, on the poster for that, Sean Connery is like yeah, the, the main, and he's, I don't, I don't I have no idea how old he's sixteen. That well, it's in the nineties, so. You know, it's yeah, it would have been in at least the late sixties. Yeah. yeah, and he is the main. Nicholas Cage is like just behind him, like some kind of photo bombing person. Thinks he's a Michael Bay movie. Yeah, <laughs> he's maybe messaging somebody saying yeah. I'm going to be late home. I'm not the one that's holding this up. It's you two holding this up. So, <laughs> well, we're, we're talking about the movies that we're yeah. picking. We're talking about. I'm it. listening to the movies that you're picking. <laughs> My last pick is. I actually thought it would be like one of the first few picks, maybe with you, but the man who would be, who would be king. I had that. Yeah, the man who would be king. John Huston directed maybe one of John Huston's last great movies. He directed The Maltese Falcon and Sierra Madre and African Queen. I think that was the first movie where Connery, he was pitted against, like with, uh, <laughs> with Michael Caine and it was serious actor Connery like he's yeah. this is you know I'm I'm a like I think it's not like Martin, like Marty and stuff like that yeah. he's done some The Hill yeah The Hill well yeah. damn it that was if yeah. I had a six pick I thought I just thought The Rock would be gone and yeah. I was like I can't leave it right so um, The Hill would probably be would have been in there because that's probably I think it's Sidney Lumet's best movie with him but yeah Anderson Tapes just great movie Rudyard Kipling's Adaptation, great, great performance, great performance. By both of those guys, yeah. 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 I wouldn't be surprised if it made both of their Mount Rushmore, but you could also see where it probably doesn't have the. Like, Connery's such a pop culture figure where you'd have to put some pop movies in there and stuff like that. So, yeah. Just there that, that scene where they're in some room and they're going through, like, all the treasure, and I can't remember which one. I think Sean Connery picks up this huge ruby and it's like the size of his fist. He's like, look at the size of this ruby. And Michael Caine's like, here's a bigger one and holds up one that's like the size of a football or something. It's just, there's, there's so, it's such a charming movie in so many ways. And yeah, great, great yeah. choice. Yeah. There you go. Last pick, Sid. So my last pick is not a Bond movie. Nice. Uh, wow. But you're leaving Thunderball off. I didn't love Thunderball. Um, so my last my last pick is actually Sean Connery before he did his first Bond and uh, before he got super famous is him as Macbeth in Macbeth um, not the best Macbeth or anything like that but uh, he's Scottish and it's the Scottish play and uh, I'm sure it's the, the movie version of it it's also my favourite Shakespeare um, so I am going to go for him in Macbeth nice. as the titular Macbeth sure I mean, I'm sure we've I don't know much about the movie actually I know Macbeth but I didn't various Macbeths it wasn't like critically acclaimed it was basically went straight to was it better than Mel Gibson generally (laughs) that's 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 Macbeth Uh, 
I think so. I don't remember it. Did, no, no, he, he did, did Hamlet. He did, he did Hamlet. Hamlet. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've seen most Macbeths that are, have been done, like movie adaptations of them, uh, and so I, I thought. He was did, he Sean did Connery in Macbeth better than Mel Gibson in *Lethal Weapon*? Direct comparison. <laughs> no, that's a hard no. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So that's pick five. Cool. Alex, your final pick. I did have the man who would be king as the next one, so I'm going to have to go into my special reserve section. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, wow. For the listeners, this is a separate piece of paper. Scrap of paper. So many other ones on here, yeah. which we'll get to over the next couple of hours, hopefully. <laughs> so uh, Sid, Sid, a single tear rolls down Sid's face. I think I'm going to have to go for Highlander. I'm glad you did. Well, they can't live it out, right? It's so wrong, but it's so right. Yeah. He plays like an Egyptian Spaniard or something. <laughs> I mean, uh, Ram- Ramirez. Have you ever heard of a more Scottish name than Ramirez? Just... It's right up there with Macbeth. Yeah, right up there with Macbeth. <laughs> Just such a great, fun movie. I remember watching it when I was a little boy. Sword fighting, samurai swords immortal people bad Scottish accents a French guy playing a Scotsman what's his face Christophe Lambert learned all the lines phonetically I'm Just, glad you, you said Christophe Lambert good yeah. for you what, what, didn't what, go what, Christopher Lambert nah um, <laughs> Mortal Kombat style like it, <laughs> it's just such a great fun movie the baddies good in it just, Spanish it's, accent it's they really fucked up the whole like storyline thing or, or I, I guess it could have been in my mind it could have been like an Avengers type thing where they could have spun off into a big universe but they hadn't nailed all that stuff down yet at that point so they just did another couple of movies and then a TV series they didn't know how to properly kind of flesh out a, a, a concept but the first one such an amazing fun movie to watch especially when you're a little boy so and of course it's Ricky Bobby's greatest movie of all time in Talladega Nights. Do you I, I thought you were going to say Will Ferrell was in that. I was like, do you remember, amazing trivia. Do you remember when he asked um, oh, Sasha Baron Cohen's character, I forgot yeah. the name. He's like, have you seen Highlander or Highlander 2? He's like, no. He's like, is it good? He's like, yeah, it's the best movie ever. He's like, did he win? He won all of them. <laughs> I really hope it, Don't quote me on that. It was something. I really hope it was the Highlander 2 one then. Yeah, yeah. Somehow brought Sean Connery back for it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I like. And the soundtrack on it as well, Queen, just Queen. all Queen. Yeah. Brilliant. Bullon. The director, I think he's like. I know he directed The Shadow. That, like, that, that Alec Baldwin movie. Oh, Jesus Christ, that was terrible. <laughs> I think he directed a, a Resident Evil movie as well, somewhere around. That sounds about right, yeah. Because there was like a one that Paul W. Anderson didn't film, so. Um, yeah, cool. Does everyone remember what they picked? Yeah, every Bond film. Go, yeah, Sid. That's quite, yeah, it's easy <laughs> for you. Sid, your picks. Uh, Goldfinger, Dr. No, From Russia With Love, Thumbs of Forever, and Macbeth. Alex. Outland, The Anderson Tapes, Highlander, <laughs> Anderson Tapes, uh, Robin and Marion. Robin, Robin and Marion. I mean, it's so fresh in my mind that it's difficult to not remember it. The Great Train Robbery. Yeah. The Great Train Robbery. And I picked... Not in this order. Last Crusade, Indiana Jones, Last Crusade, Hunt for Red October, 
The Rock, the man who would be king, and the Untouchables. You had a couple um, of good ones in there. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, the name of the rose. Mm, the Matthew hill. Broderick. Yeah. The hill. Uh, Marnie, his movie with uh, Alfred Hitchcock. His last actual great performance. I don't know if you guys seen Finding Forrester. Which you know what? I've never seen that. Really, really good. It's Connery playing like sensitive touch, uh, you know, kind of touching role. It's directed by Gus Van Sant and it's essentially like a another version of Google Hunting. And it's directed okay. by the same guy that did Google Hunting. I recommend it. it. Different Connery, and it's his last proper role. Murder on the Orient Express. I don't think I've ever seen that. Sidney LeMay directed that. Time Bandits. Brilliant. Terry Time, Gilliam. Time Traveling Dwarves. Yeah. yeah. Can't be those. Yeah. Um, I think that's kind of... Shalico, where he played a Native American cowboy. <laughs> no. You said the Anderson types, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shalico. Well, it's only where's the mankini. I haven't seen Shalico. Shalico. But I just My dad <laughs> would always sing the Shalico soundtrack all the time. Um, yeah, what's the one where you wore the mankini? Can't even remember. I don't think I down. You guys got like a bandolier and just these kind of little... You can I have on. no idea. You have. I'm not sure. You have to. What? I, I, you don't be- have to. Sit by the sounds yeah. of it, I don't have to see a man came Sean Connery. I agree. <laughs> okay. No, you need to. We're not going anywhere. Zardoz. You don't. You, I've heard of that. I've heard of it, it, but you yeah. haven't seen. The, I've never seen it. Yeah. Okay, you're all in for a real treat, right? Right about now. I'll show you first. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> this is for real. I uh, will put that up on my This Week on Popcorn yeah. Instagram. Like for the last five years, I've dressed like this for Halloween. But no one's understood what's going on. That was before Borat. There you go. Yeah. Free Borat. So, I mean, we, how amazing is that? Yeah. That's that's like look, thigh high boots. That's like, a man that's comfortable with his body hair. Yeah. Um, okay, so I think we can all say RIP Sean Connery. What a great... What a uh, send-off. What a send-off. Um, Spinning in his grave at an ever-increasing rate. 2020 has seen some other great actors and and directors and whatnot go as well. So, um, yeah, it's been a... You know, Kevin, Kevin Spacey's still alive. Though, that's Kevin Spacey's alive. Yeah. Chadwick Boseman, R.I.P., but Kevin Spacey's still alive. There you go. The world has its ways. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right. I think it's time for us to wrap up. Is it? Yeah. It's only 11. It's we haven't even got to the shots yet. This is the longest popcorn. By a long way. Have we stopped recording? What? It's just... <laughs> no. 40... No. 45 seconds? No. Oh my god. Please leave this in if it's still recording. No, 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 we haven't. That's another one. Oh. <laughs> it's definitely... Oh, God. Alex is that heart attack. <laughs> I'll get this in. I was like, I can't drink the same amount again. This is going to be... Jesus Christ. Okay. I was going home. Was yeah, no, you were like, like, yeah. Okay, yeah. You look like you've checked out already. You were like... I haven't. You've been on your phone. You've just been like, all right, let's wrap it up. They're talking about stupid old movies this terrible movies old people seen, yeah. <laughs> Marnie what the fuck is Marnie <laughs> let's do some Instagram recommendations mm, let's, let's do that okay. Sid 
Your Instagram recommendation, good sir. Uh, my Instagram recommendation this week is uh, not a watch one. It's a it's a menswear clothing activism type one. It's uh, it's active wear. It's um, eleven eleven clothing. So one 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 clothing. Um, they're based in India and they uh, all sort of uh, the products are grown from cotton and made. Uh, in India and all of the uh, sort of proceeds go to the growers and stuff who make all the cotton for the products um, and they've got like a like a Kickstarter Indiegogo sort of thing where you can buy um, like a little make-it-yourself um, little spool type of deal where you get the cotton and you can actually weave it into thread yourself and you can make yourself a hat or a, or a sweater or whatever it is. Um, came on there in India? They're based in India. And now, right now, as we speak, Chris Hemsworth is like rampaging through the five pages. <laughs> he's running everyone down. He's hiding a young boy in their factory. We're now. activists! <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, so that came, oh, came onto my radar uh, in the last couple of weeks, and I just thought they'd do some really cool stuff. Um, cool. Good choice. Love it. Alex. Mine is. I wrote this one down as well. And it's here someplace. It is. Lucky stripe pin striping. One word? Sure. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, that. Oh, that's it? Yeah. That's all you want to say about them? Lucky stripe. Well, have you found it? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know, there's tons of people that do watch. I don't even know how I found this person in the first place. Lots of people do kind of watch mods and stuff, but this person. Um, it's Lucky Stripes. Pinstriping. Okay, sorry if you're going to be... I, I couldn't find it earlier, so I had to... Sean, is that okay? Yeah. yeah. Just some of the... Like, I don't like all the stuff he does, but some of the watches, like he modifies G-Shocks with paint and stuff. Some of the stuff, it looks like lava or like another galaxy or just... I don't know. There's a few people out there that do just like dollops of paint on stuff. Mm. But the this, this style of ones that he do he does it's just a bit more kind of has a bit more depth oh yeah the lava one that's quite cool yeah I don't even know if it is the lava one or if it's called lava but yeah just yeah he does some cool cool stuff so if you were going to buy one of those I think he John Mayer shitters maybe save your money and get like probably a couple of these ones um and again I have no idea he just came up on my feet and I thought cool so awesome and my pick is uh, Motocron. M O T O R. Oh, it's already been done? Yeah. Awesome. It's on the spreadsheet. Great. Sounds, <laughs> good. Sounds a good guy. Um, no, I didn't do it last week. Um, <laughs> yeah, pick, you made me pick another one. My pick is King of the Anthill. No, take him. No, oh, it's not. Yeah. Finny? Yeah, he's got. Uh, yeah. Do you know what? I think that's the whole community done, guys. <laughs> this is what Michael Witt said in the very first episode. He's like, oh, it's too difficult. It's too difficult. Okay. Can you guys do an ad? Quick Set. ad. Coffee. Do nice coffee. If, uh, if you want to be like me and you don't sleep for more than four hours a night uh, and you need you to get up more than four hours a night. and do 16-hour uh, days, drink Nescafe. Available at all good and terrible supermarkets. Do you like? Do you drink Nescafe? No, absolutely not. <laughs> I just told guys, Athlete Risk. We don't just take any old sponsor. We're not just going to sign up for anything. Oh well, in that case, if you're ever in Rockhampton and you want actual good coffee, the Coffee Society. 
They're my homies. All right, guys, I'm. That's a real. Pick... That's a real ad for a real cafe. Nice. Um, I'm gonna pick telling the time. No. <laughs> that's incredible. I'm gonna pick nega. Wait a minute. What? What? Wait a minute. Telling the time. No. Okay. You're in. Yeah. Thank Tell you. me more. Great guy. The way he could be the world's worst guy, but at this yeah. point, Jared's No, he actually is. He's a really nice guy. Tarot. He's based in Bangkok, and he's really interactive. He actually posts the same yeah. style photo, yeah, um, but his watch collection is really fun. It's pretty... He's got a heap of hype stuff, but he's also got a heap of, um, you know, I think his last post with, was with the, that Swatch Colette Monomore uh, edition. Um, but yeah, just, just a really fun... Instagram to follow. Oh, I want that watch. Um, Are you saying he's a hype beast? No, but he's, you know, when I say he's a hype, he's got a hype watch. He's got, Does obviously. he have a 36 mil OP? I don't think so, but he's got a Pepsi, a Hulk, and a Batman. So okay. He's got, and, a dick, and he's no. got, and he's got a, he's got a Panda Daytona. Yeah. So okay. he's, he's certainly got, and he, I think he's got a Kermit as well. So, um, hype achievement unlocked. Yeah. yeah. So he's, he hasn't got the John Mayer Hadinki. Yeah. G-Shock, but I like all these swatches as well. I like that. I like the yeah. eclectic taste, and I like all the shots are the same. Yeah, so he's just got like a really nice aesthetic to his profile. So yeah, telling the time, not to be mistaken with tell your time. Yeah, do not follow tell your time. <laughs> well, we don't we don't take any alt no sponsors. No, no sponsorship. Yeah. No Geneva Blue or tell your no, time. On definitely this, not on popcorn. That's for sure. Um, Nescafe apparently <laughs> yes. even though fueled by Nescafe even though we don't like Nescafe okay I think that should be it okay yeah oh. fifth wrist by oh the community I have to say this in front of Alex he's, yeah. he's, he's actually perked up on yeah. his chair fifth wrist by the community for the community as, as always like review subscribe on um, Apple and uh, check us out on wherever you check out podcasts um, jump on the website, make a review. Uh, if you make three plus, there may be some straps available. I'm not sure. No, there's not. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting the no from the... <laughs> no, yeah, you can guess if you do three reviews. Yeah, if but you do three. Do, do reviews for the sake of doing reviews. Don't do them for, of course, the, for, the, of course. for the wonderful strap that both Charlton said will never receive. And... Uh, and yeah, if you if you want to jump on the Slack group, stop nodding your head at me. Surprise! If you want to jump on the Slack group, uh, get involved. Uh, it's actually just really great fun. Good people, good vibes. Otherwise, there won't be a podcast next week. Pop Why not? On, because we're taking a little break. Why? We're gonna do some tinkering, and we'll be back next year. We've got some great episodes. We've got some awesome guests. Uh, should be a heap of fun. Have a great Christmas. Have a great festive season, whatever you celebrate, and a safe and happy new year. And of course, stay on time. Ah, shit. I forgot to tell tell everyone where they can follow us. It doesn't matter. It's fine. If they're still... Charity, Sid, Sid, Pad, S-I-D-D dot P-A-D. And don't worry about Alex. Stay on time. Don't watch your good potato. Don't watch your good potato. I don't believe I ever... Seen such a display of courage, skill, nerve, grace, and stupidity.